This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chapter Tactics, your 40k podcast, which focuses on playing Warhammer 40k competitively at all levels of the game. I'm your host, Pablo, and with me I have James Carmona. He's back. How you doing, everybody? Team Zero Comp in the house. And uh, probably my favorite San Diegan firefighter, Ryan Mead. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, I, actually, not San Diego. That's yeah, Ocean Side. But uh, also, Rage Quit Table Flip in the house. Oh, What's, who's shit. that? Uh, it's just the greatest uh, team to ever play this game, ever. If right. If you consider one of those quantifications to be drinking beer and getting hammered at events, I agree with you. That's the only quantification. Okay. Yeah. Well, then there you go. You have it. The best. So, ra- rage, flip, table, quit. Got it. Anyways, oh, moving on. Oh, burn. <laughs> um, so, today, guys, I've got a very <laughs> special uh podcast for you guys we are drinking some beers well i'm not drinking any beer i'm a little sick um so if you guys hear some raspiness some sneezing that's just me getting over a little bit of a cold right now but these guys i've boozed them up gave them the traitor's legions book they're both hardcore chaos fans and uh if you guys don't already know this is going to be a little bit of an r-rated podcast uh these guys are both pretty rowdy and I just want to give you guys a fair warning. There may be some language. Why? Whatever do you mean, Pablo? I, I, I just I take offense to that. Yeah, I, I actually told you I was going to clean it up quite a bit. Yeah, I think that you're going to end up being the one in all of this that takes that moral low road. We're going to be over here <laughs> with all the puppies and rainbows. You can just be over there with your hair. Well, James, How could you, you say that with a straight face? Rainbows. I do love rainbows. Yeah. yeah. This, this, I, it's already going to devolve. <laughs> okay. I can tell. Here I can't wait. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Slippery. So what we're going to be doing Slow. is we're going to be uh, we're going to grab Ryan's soft, tender hands and lead him through this black or this uh, legions trader legions book. Uh, he hasn't read through it a whole lot. I know he was uh, creaming his pants a little at the mm. plague marines and the. I was. Uh, I was. Shall we start with that? Just since you know. We no. Can, are you sure? No. Well, we're gonna warm <laughs> him up first. We're gonna we're gonna start. I was gonna from the say top. maybe before we get a little too drunk and he can't really remember what happens, we should. No, I think Ryan's at his best when he's drunk. Yeah, I know, that's for sure. That, yeah. that tends to be the way that he plays the game, and he yes. does relatively well. So, I mean, I think we're going to go with that. Yeah. When I stop drinking, that's when the dice sour. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, huh. yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. All right. So, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. And um, I don't have any tournament news. Like I said in the last week's episode, there's not a whole lot of tournaments going on right now. Not any majors. A lot of not, RTTs. A lot of stuff. smaller RTTs and Christmas um, tournaments. Yeah, Christmas tournaments. And, and that's just the way it is. So, for any TOs listening, uh, just try to schedule your tournaments outside of December and early January. A lot of people are traveling, hanging out with their families, spending lots of money. Um, so just go ahead and keep that in mind. So we're going to skip tournament news and we're going to jump right into the main topic of the Trader Legions book. And I also, uh, I kind of dropped the ball a little. I didn't actually have a list lab article prepared for you guys. Um, so next week 
I will go over two List Lab articles to make up for it. Uh, hopefully one of you guys sends in a good Trader Legions article where, where we can review it a little, talk about some Chaos Space Marines, and then I'll review another article. Might be fun if both Ryan and I send in a couple lists after this, yeah? Yeah, we'll you, do that. You can, you can uh, read our, our take on it since we are hardcore Chaos players, as you put it. You so guys can write? Hey. No. You it, might, will be, it will be... Uh... It'll be a flip book for me. I'll draw lots of pictures. <laughs> okay. Because you're a world eater, guy, so I imagine there's going to be a lot of blood on it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, I could have gone so many different places with that. I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and keep it on this side. Mm. Keep, it, keep rainbows, it on that yeah. side. Yeah. Puppies and rainbows. rainbows. Tend to keep all the rainbows. Uh, and um, <laughs> Ryan, like I said, he's, he's a soft, tender guy with soft a heart of gold. Shit. And, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Baby shit. Whatever you whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry. Remember the rainbow. All right. Anyways, <laughs> on to the Trader Legions book. For those of you who don't know, the Trader Legions book has rules for all nine original Chaos Space Marines factions. Black Legions, Alpha Legion, World Eaters, Thousand Night Sons, Lords. Night Lords, Death Guard. Death Guard. Death, I, I was trying to remember. Thousand Sons. Thousand Sons, Emperor's Children. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Oh, and Iron Warriors. Iron Warriors. Black Legion, Sons of Horse. So we're going to be going over all of them. Uh, I'm not going to go too crazy into detail um, because the book did just come out and I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but we're kind of going to talk about some of the highlights for each Legion and we're going to talk about some potential builds. And at the end, I think we're each going to mention our favorite Legions yep. and what we're going to run specifically with them or what we would run. Um, I know <clears> after, <throat> these, after the Wrath of Magnus release and after this Legions supplement, I'm seriously considering going over to Chaos. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's oh, actually pretty major, impressive. I mean, that's, major yeah. ultra Dude, you're, you're a hardcore Imperial guy. Yeah. Like cutting through the bullshit and the drinking, that's actually pretty big. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's good. I also don't know if we accept you. Yeah, I mean, you have been a pretty big proponent you know, of shitting on chaos <laughs> wherever you can. That's true. I mean, that's true. I don't, I don't know that that's okay. Uh, we have, but that's then, amazing. But then again, then again, I mean, Papa Nurgle, we accept everyone. But We yeah, accept everyone and we're happy about it. You gotta get real dirty though. I would probably go Iron Warriors or Alpha Legion. Okay. Right now, I've always right. been a big Alpha Legion Iron Warriors guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who's the Primarch of Alpha Legion? The Alpharius and Omegon. Okay. The right. top Primarch. Ah, all right. Rabo is probably my favorite 30k Primarch. He's, he's a badass he's, motherfucker. He's, he's bad. He's, like he's definitely perturbed. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> that see that scene. In, <laughs> um, that. Yeah, the the book uh, Angel Fallen Angel no, no Angel well, Exterminatus Angel Exterminatus. Thank you very much, James. Um, the book when he was playing everyone basically like the most badass video game video battle game simulator yep. ever. That was their like Morn of All or not Morn of All. Their their like I, I call it like the the Space Marine Retreat little yeah, hangout. No, that that was AA that was, Space Space Marine Anonymous. That was all cool and stuff. But my favorite part of that book was when he was throwing. Fulgrim around like a ragdoll inside of his study. That was pretty fucking cool. That was cool. pretty cool. He was like, Fulgrim, you're a little bitch. Pretty much. Why are you going to chaos? You're stupid. I, what's crazy is how much Fulgrim is not a little bitch. Yeah, no, yeah, he's really he's not. Still no, got he's still not. Really, <laughs> he's yeah. really not Dude, a little most bitch. Most confirmed Primark kills is Fulgrim. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's really not. He's really terrifying, but... Everyone paints him off as a little bitch. He's all, I think, oh, I think it's dark? because I think it's because Lucius Lucius gives that Legion a bad rep. Lucius, um, Lucius is actually is pretty badass. You know, he has the anathame. Just saying. But um, hey, you know what? Though we're getting pretty fluffy right now. This is supposed to be a competitive podcast. Yeah, but fluff is way more fun. <laughs> all right, <laughs> it didn't work out into a kid. So so, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I like I'm a fluff guy personally. I like a little fluff. Uh, as long oh, as we're I'm not sorry. talking about what, some hobby. Wait, wait, you just say you're a fluff player? Aren't you the guy that no, runs? No, 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 no. I'm a fluff guy, not a fluff player. There's a big difference. No, 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 no. no. Fluff guy that runs 
Battle Company plus Warp Spiders. No, 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 no. That's that's a, a fluff player is the guy who would throw up when he sees that. A fluff guy is just a guy who likes some fluff. There's a big difference. <laughs> I would like to go in, on record and say that I'm also a fluff guy. <laughs> right, but he's probably not a fluff player. Not always. Not always. Not always. Sometimes. Okay. I like me some nerve. All right. So, uh, James, you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm and, good. And uh, since you were so eager to get started into this yeah. book... Uh, who was the first Legion we have up? And we're going to go start off with the Black Legion, just because, I mean, that's already kind of the basis for all of these formations anyways. Mm-hmm. That's they true. Had, they they had, have the um, most unique formations. Right. Well, not just that. I mean, if you have the Traitor's Hate book already, then you kind of have most of this book as far as the composite formations are concerned. Yes. So, um, I mean, starting off with them, uh, just like Traitor's Hate, you're going to end up getting, um, let's see, for the Warlord Traits table, um, they're going to be completely the same. There's no changes from book to book. Um, let's see. Uh, first amongst traders, one of the rules they get with their Decurian style detachment. Um, units of Terminators and Chosen are troops instead of elites. Okay, that's that's all right. That's chosen are cool. good. Chosen, chosen are, are supposed good. to be good. Actually, they are good. Ter- Terminators aren't terrible either because if you take them as termicide units and you know they're expendable, it, it can still work. I mean, maybe not at a top table level, but you can really surprise somebody who's not ready for somebody just you know deep striking lots of min maxed units of Terminators. Right. right? That, that could. Definitely catch someone by surprise. For so, sure. what is their legion rules? What do they legion get? rules? Let's see. So, endless hatred. Uh, units that have the veterans of long war special rule have the hatred special rule and can reroll fail to hit rolls in every round of close combat when attacking units that contain any models from the armies of the Imperium. So, like half the field, basically. P- pretty much half the tournament. Yeah. So, so that's really that's actually really strong. Uh, it just makes like little units like chosen. Um, and like raptors, if you want raptors, <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost said we, it with we, we actually face. just talked about uh, almost using raptors face. one time and never again. It's a throwaway, but but it makes it makes all your all your little veterans of the long war units so much better, and um, it's just it's just good. Like you want to get into close combat with chaos, I feel, yeah, and that that's just a good solid free buff. And realistically, overall, this book really does benefit vets of the long war. I think yes, everybody, absolutely. generally everybody gets uh, Fearless, which we didn't have in the past. No, we didn't. It's a huge deal. Yeah, huge leadership you know, The biggest problem with Chaos Space Marines, period, was manipulating your morale. I mean, it, it, when, when most of the armies in the game don't actually participate in a rule that's so deprecating, yeah. right? Then, then you're, you're at a disadvantage when you actually do participate with that. Yeah. I mean, running away, getting swept, all that kind of stuff. That's that's huge for your army. Losing models wholesale because of a stupid rule like that. Yeah, and it hurts and even more because you're paying marine price. No, you're paying premium. more than more marine than price yeah. in most cases. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only that. Let's just. Let, I, I want to bring it back to the fluff just a little bit. Just okay. for a second. Yeah. So these guys who were they they know no fear, right? Right. Thirty k. Thirty k. They know no fear. Right. They are demonic and go crazy and get into the warp and now they yeah. suddenly are afraid of shit. It doesn't make any kind of sense. It's I, I agree. I've it's, said the it's same in, thing. It's insane. Um, but but and that's that's actually one thing I do like. Uh, just touching on this fluff thing, and then we'll move on. So one thing I do like about this that GW did. GW gave you the option to run these original badass dudes from 30k right. and gave them veterans of the long war for free. So you know that they're mm-hmm. they're badass and they feel badass. Yep. Yep. But if you don't want to use this book. Um, you can just take regular Chaos Space Marines, and those are like the war bands. Like the renegades. Those are like, those are like the dudes yeah. who like found some gene seed on the floor mm. and like juiced up or whatever, right? <laughs> uh, that's yeah, how I imagine. I mean, it, you just you think that like, you know, you, you want to be able to play that stuff you had back in 3.5 and 3 
right? Yes. And this is what it harkens back to. You're getting all those extra special rules that are putting you on par with Chaos Space. I'm sorry, with regular Space Marines. And at the same time, you you know you're you're playing with fluff armies. Yes. And that's what this whole book is about. That's yeah, why it's so special. It's pretty amazing. But anyways, getting into um, some of the the uh, <laughs> the, the Korean style detachment <clears throat> rules um, and command benefits. Okay. Tip of the spear. If this detachment is your primary detachment, you can re-roll the result when rolling on the Black Legion Warlord Traits table, which okay, is so pretty they, standard. They all get to re-roll right? their Warlord yep, Traits. That's standard. Heralds of the Black Crusade. All non-vehicle units in this detachment have the Fear and Crusader special rules. Okay. So, so Fear, let's just gloss over that yeah, for a bit. Yeah, Fear just is one of those rules Cru- that DW likes to throw out like it's right. Oprah giving you whatever is under your seat. <laughs> right, it's, right. It's not Everybody very... has fear. Right. You but get fear. You Crusader fear. isn't bad. Getting that extra Crusader boost is... to your run moves. Yeah. Run um, and then also and then your D three sweeping advance. Sweeping That's huge. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's a good. I think the run move is better than the sweeping advance, um, just because of like James said, fearless and uh, a lot of things don't get swept as easily. Um, but that could come in handy um, against how? Yeah. Against Eldar. I mean, it's Riptide. Just... You can run down Riptides a little better. Yep. Uh, it, you know. If you it's heard if you heard the last podcast or not last but I mean a couple podcasts ago with the uh, the movement I mean if, if you're able to to you know sweep in not just the riptide by itself but a whole bunch of other smaller more manageable units into a yes. charge you can make a riptide wing fall apart just by making them run yep from casualties into other squads and that D3 Absolutely. sweeping advance might and just be all the difference and that is the nail in the coffin yeah, the good. last thing in the most charge too it's just like the, the the most important command benefit of this whole decorine is right here it's called spirit chip strike any units with a deep strike special rule from this attachment can make a reserve roll to see if they arrive from deep strike reserve on the first turn, requiring a roll of only three plus to be successful. Not bad. In okay. addition, if this attachment is your primary attachment and your warlord has a deep strike special rule, you can choose to automatically pass his unit's reserve roll to arrive on the first turn. Now, now I have two questions for you. First, the Charybdis, the Chaos Space Marine drop pod, that's, it's expensive, but it comes in on turn two normally, right? Right. So, so that makes that a little better. Right. Right. And then second question. No, no, it doesn't come in on turn two because actually the Charybdis has the drop pod special rule. Oh, drop I pod have. Special. It does, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then never mind. No, no. That's, yeah, that's something that already comes. With the, both it's just the really red, expensive. Yeah, the, the Dread Claws and Charybdis actually do get that rule now. Okay. Because of Imperial Armor 13. Okay. Well, never mind. But yeah. second question, does your Lord joining a unit in a drop pod automatically not scatter if, if like let's say your lord i don't think so no i i don't it doesn't sound like it no right it, it doesn't but you just joined him to like raptors you guys should see well, my face yeah well fair enough <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can do a lot of stuff i mean a terminator unit coming in turn one and, and blowing something off the board like a, you know, a couple of warp hunters things like that that actually it, it works it, it's playable because there are other units that you can buy that will give you a first turn charge or a first turn Deep strike that will actually help you out. I mean, like the fist of corn automatically comes to mind for me because if you can use the warlord from this detachment to bring in terminators or even a squad of chosen with him. Oh, does it? Does he doesn't have to be a black legion unit? No, no, it does. But okay, still, I mean, but the fist of corn is only. It comes in turn one no matter what. Okay, I see. Oh, you're talking about for supplementing. Right, right, exactly. I'm saying you, you can get additional, you know, efficiency out of out of his warlord traits to pop open transports for the berserkers to charge That's from true. the fist. Right, so you end up getting some additional, you know, moves and charge. When you charge, that's additional move. We talked about movement mm-hmm. in a prior podcast. That's huge. It's a yeah. big deal to be able to kind of pick your opponent. I also like the idea of of having multiple draw pods come in turn one. Other than like, if you buy seven pods, you have potential four come in automatically, mm-hmm. and then you roll for the other three. Right. Uh, that's pretty good. Right. That can seven pods coming in turn one with uh, marines. Like even if they're just 
like cultists and pods and well, the cultists don't have veterans of long war or do they, they? no they do not okay they so nope. so just like chosen <laughs> it's not even pods. an option actually right right chosen and obsec pods and the chosen are re-rolling to hit in close combat with it, with the you can give regular endless space hatred. marines not just chosen though i mean you right can do, no right you, you could do regular space and, not, and not just that because of forge world you can take and even in this attachment any of your squads that are in power armor for the most part can take dread claws Right, and Dreadclaws are actually really good. I mean, you you um didn't see this, but I went to a tournament uh, last weekend. Okay. And Adam Solis from up in Los Angeles was running a Black Crusade detachment, and he had I think it was five Dreadclaws with regular oh, Space yeah. Marines in it. Yep. And he was kicking the shit out of really top notch players. I'm yeah, talking one like of, one of my ITC, teammates yeah, actually. That, ITC yeah. ranked players, <clears throat> right? Top twenty five, and, and I mean we were all just like mind blown. It's yeah. it's a really good attachment. Like, now that with, we've got this book, it's going to be even oh. better. Way better. Dude, those... Way better. It was. It was. It was actually interesting to see because he was beaten. I mean, I don't know if anybody knows Trevor, but Trevor Sandoval, top space, top great. space wolf player, right? Yeah, so he's, he's a space up wolf there. player. He was, play, he was playing. Um, I, I want to. It was Battle Company. Uh, Iron Hands or not? It was, sorry, an, not it, was an, it was a double Death Star Iron Hands yeah. plus Battle Company and list, which he, is a solid list, no matter how you slice yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's dirty, and he got beat by that. Like it was so. I mean, I mean, dress claws are really good because what they do is they hit you in your back armor when they come down. If you don't like let your guys out, what they do is they come down from deep strike and they do d6 hits to anything within d3 plus three inches. And it's strength six hits, AP four. Oh, that'll fuck up your rhinos. Your rhinos all pop that turn. You guys get out, take leadership tests, the whole thing. Yep. And, right? then, and then meanwhile, the space marines are just shooting them just for fun. Right. Why not? And so what happens? You you shoot back at the guys inside the the those pods or whatever. And they have a four-up jinx save, so I mean, there's a little bit of reliability even in that. Yeah, that's really good, right? Yeah, and that's... then after that, you can retaliate. So, anyways, really, really and cool, are, man. I'm, I'm seeing a fire. lot of potential. They're cover, they're, they have, they have. So, if, if they survive your opponent shooting, yeah, they can take off. Yeah, again but they're open top as right? a flyer. No, they're not. No, they're oh, not. Yeah. I thought they were. Okay, no, they're not. Yeah. I want to say they're. Are they twelve all around? Or are they 13? They're twelve. They're twelve all the way around. They're, they're, they're like a drop pod, but they fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. There, there's, I mean, it that that single unit, even though it's so expensive, and Marines get theirs for free. Is still a good unit. Which weak, but all right. So, so that's so that's really good. Um, I think I'm thinking you're right. I think right away, uh, a Black Legion list builds itself too. I would personally build a more of a Death Star themed Black Legion list. So you could have uh, Cyclopia Cabal because Black Legion is the only Legion that can have the Cyclopia Cabal. Correct. It is yes. strictly Black Legion. True. So you stick your jump packs on those sorcerers. Can they take the jump packs? Yeah, they can. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So you stick jump packs on those sorcerers. They have the Deep Strike special rule. You stick your Warlord in there. You stick, uh, I believe you can stick a World Eaters guy in there because they don't have marks. Right. Right. And then will they still be able to Deep Strike turn one with the World Eater guy I, joining I them? I don't believe so. Read because, the rule. Well, it says, okay, Spirit Deep Strike, any units with a Deep Strike special rule from this detachment. So it is a unit from that detachment, even if the World Eater joins right. that unit. Can make a reserve roll to see if they arrive from Deep Strike Reserve on the first turn, yeah. okay. requiring a roll of three plus to be successful. I'm going to just read the whole thing so sure. you can hear the whole thing. In addition... If this detachment is your primary detachment and your warlord has a deep strike special rule, you can choose to automatically pass his unit's reserve roll to arrive on the first turn. Yeah. So yes. So, so un- unlike other formations and command benefits for other legions in this book, yes, this one is actually open ended in the in the fact that it can include other characters in yes. that unit. So yeah. that, that's a big deal. As a huge because thing. when we go over the world leaders, you'll see that that's actually the opposite with one of those command benefits. You need to have. 
it's a, a fully, fully model models from of, the okay yeah, model that, well that's really strong so i'm yeah, thinking what you do is you deep strike your your warlord in uh the cyclopia cabal deep strike them with whatever unit you want uh fucking terminators sure. or, or obliterators whatever, you, whatever want. you want um and then you have a a zinch or a thousand sun sorcerer to give them the astral grimoire for that 12 inch move and then that world leader lord that joined them as well is giving them that plus, plus three, three inch move so all of a sudden you have a 15 inch deep striking death star that your opponent can't alpha strike off the board, and you get powers, and it moves 15 inches, and so, it doesn't scatter. So what you're saying is put mutilators in that. Sure. <laughs> Dude, okay, so Whatever Alan DeHessa just creamed his pants <laughs> during that shit. I did it specifically for I think him. everyone... Yeah. Pl- <laughs> to be honest with you, though, like you can't really call it a Death Star, because no matter what you throw in there, unless it's a mutilator or an obliterator, gets an inbull save, and I think one of the qualifying factors in any Death Star is the fact that it has access to a reliable invul save. You have access to reliable invul save. You could just go in Divination and get a 4+. plus. Um, no, that that is fair. That, yeah. that is fair, but remember, Cyclopia Cabal has no access to Divination. Mm. So, you can buy all the sorcerers of 4-up invuln. You could. Uh, and then just the... what I I would probably do it with something cheaper, like um, uh, Raptors. I don't know. Raptors so, don't have invuls. Warp Talons do, but they're very expensive. Yeah, I However, do Warp Talons. Endurance is a Fairly Endurance good, is a good power. Right. That's okay. It is. I mean, but it's not, like, it's, like it, anything it, else, strength eight is going to negate it. it but in, in my limited opinion, I do a run of deaths on myself, and I've been running it with a pretty good deal of success this year. Mm-hmm. Is that if you're going to use anything less than like if it's four up or worse, then you need to have something redundant with it. Well, so you, it feel no pain. You, know, from you the do have access to those space the the chaos space marine new powers. The you can re-roll your failed saves. True. That um, that gives you another roll, so that right. does count toward your your consistency with rolling your durability. Right. Like I just I, I agree, but that's still you're reaching, and in my my opinion, that's not enough. It's not enough. I, I don't I don't mm. think I mean I think not, you're right. not to poo poo your right. idea because I think, I think right. it could be consistent. There, as long there as are you better deaths. There are better death stars yeah. in this book yep. that you can make. Mm-hmm. But that being said, if you wanted to run Black Legion, if you wanted to run pure Black Legion, that's a good place to start. Um, if you, if you want to like beat up on your friends, if you're having a rough time, maybe you have a buddy who who's been who just started playing Tau in your friend's garage, and you're playing Chaos Space Marine, and you've been getting crushed this whole time with your Black Legion army that you've had since 3.5. You should come out of the woodwork, I, I, which I think a lot of Chaos Space Marine players are. There's yeah, a there's definitely. actually a lot of I know personally a lot of good Chaos Space Marine players that are just waiting, chomping at waiting. the bit. Like they they are solid solid players. Mm. Like like James, you're you're an example. You've actually made the transition over to not just being a chaos space right. player, but you were one of those guys who was determined to make chaos space Marines work. work. Playing on we've had this conversation hard mode. Yeah, yeah, and we've been trying. And <laughs> I, this this book gives you the tools to do that. You yeah. might not you might not see uh, Black Legion at the top table or Iron Warriors at the top tables, well, but not right now. Not right now. Not we'll in see. this season. No, but you will you will start to see. Chaos Space Marine players play more because their armies will actually be able to compete with some of the more casual armies and some just basically because right. because right. the, the the real meat of playing 40k and playing 40k ca- tactically is at the casual level where where people want to kind of play but play their own way but they don't want to lose but they don't want to like crush their opponent they want to have like a good game and the problem with armies like orcs dark eldar and chaos space marines uh, before this book was that you couldn't compete even with people who like who tried to bring fluffy Eldar lists right. and brought Wraith lists. Like well, it, you would just and I know because I've played Chaos Space Marine players and watched their their sad faces as the, you know they tried their absolute best and they were clearly a better player than me, but I just had the better army. So this levels the playing field across the board. It does. 
It really does. But you know, before we um, go on to the next Legion, sure, it's worth mentioning the Raptor Talon in this. Um, reason being is that because of being able to deep strike and on, on turn one and then charge. Oh shit! That that does present you with a different kind of dynamic to an army build. You again supplementing with the Fist of Corn. You can definitely overwhelm an opponent in the first turn with charges. Um, I think as of right now, the the most inundating kind of army turn one with with um, assault is any marine army that features a skyhammer. Yeah, which is relatively tame when you consider how many characters you can actually put into a, a raptor. raptor talon. So, so can a raptor is a raptor talon different than a skyhammer? Is that you don't have to have models, or you don't know? I'm sorry, I don't uh, understand. The so, question. so okay, so does. Can, can you join independent characters to a Raptor Talon? Yes, because there's an independent charge. character that is required to go with them. You need a Chaos Lord in order to do that. So you just make him your Warlord. He's part of that detachment. He makes them not deep strike without scattering. There you go. And then boom. Well, I don't, there, there's no... There's no uh, actually, uh, they do scatter. They do scatter, yeah. There's no adjustment to their scatter. Oh, they just automatically come in turn. Right. Now, see, the thing is you can get around that for the rest of your army that's built around deep striking is if you give your Chaos Lord a dimensional key, then there's zero scatter after he makes his first kill. After Worth, he makes his first kill, yeah, which he will, which he will, because in the first in the first round of combat, unless, unless he scatters and dies, sure. I mean that that is one thing you have to kind of hedge your bets on, which will happen to me sometimes. Sure, <laughs> it's it's still really good. It's it's I mean, still oh, really yeah. good. There's there's it's, options. Way, I mean, the, look, the, the thing about this book, and I'm not gonna lie, there is so much potential, and there's so many different options. Yeah, it's gonna take a little while to optimize. Yeah. I I agree 100. We right. are barely scraping the surface. Oh, I'm just, sure there just are looking at it, just this looking is, at it for the first time today. I was just overwhelmed. There's right. just there's so much. This there's we, new powers. Yeah. For every new single, relics, new relics, new powers, yeah. new warlord traits for everybody. Command I feel, benefits. I feel like unbelievable. I feel like my middle school self when I first discovered porn sites, <laughs> um, and I just browsed like the homepage videos. Wait, middle school? How old are you? Uh, I am 26. Okay, so that makes sense. There you go. Dude, you know what, if you think about that, though, middle God, school, he's, he's only been beating off for 13 years. Uh, he's an amateur at beating yeah. off. That's true. You I guys was beating off, I think, earlier than other people. But we'll, we'll go. We'll we'll move past that. Yeah, rainbows. <laughs> Puppies and rainbows, guys. <laughs> I'm just, I, even I'm though just... I brought us here. It's okay. Um, but the, the point is, is that the point is, is that there's a lot of stuff, like James said, in this book that uh, you don't necessarily we don't necessarily know about yet and that's why i want to hear a little bit more about you guys and start a discussion what do you guys think what's your favorite legion and i'll ask this at the end as well yeah. what can you guys come up with what are some cool things that you guys see well, okay really quick i'm just gonna say it. my favorites world leaders always will be always yeah. has been that is my favorite hands down all right mm-hmm. uh death guard i'm a nurgle guy so death guard all the way uh, i'm gonna decide at the end of the episode you know <laughs> well I, I mean i mean death guard traditionally has always been the best in the competitive matter that is a well-known fact. This edition saw Death Guard being nigh unstoppable with you know double Ash Prince plus Plague Marines, Pain, Pain Obliterators. Yeah. Amazing, great list. Oh, if God, you go back as far as three point five, then Berserker Rhino Rush was a thing that was pretty scary. But that was probably when a lot of you guys were still suckling at the teat. <laughs> I don't think I had discovered porn yet. Anyways, guys. So yeah, what's the next Legion? Alpha Legion. Oh my house. God. These guys are probably they are my pick. For the best legion. Some they the they coolest, are definitely up top three. Some of the, the coolest stuff going on here. All yeah. right, so let's go into their legion rules. Legion yeah, rules. Sorry. Okay, so it's forward operatives. Um, units of chosen are troops instead of elites. Um, all units of chosen, chaos, space, marines, and cultists have the infiltrate special rule. That oh is... Oh my god. Okay, Incredible. automatically so puts you in the echelon of being that X-tier army because of reserve manipulation 
That is... Yeah, you're out, you're outflanking. Outflanking, infiltrating. Yes. You are dictating to your opponent immediately how the game is going to be played by yeah. that. Yeah, you that is are awesome. Anywhere you want to be. Um, but let's go and go into their second rule, which is, I think, the more powerful okay, rule, if yeah, you can believe. Especially in ITC. Especially in ITC. Okay, ITC. it's called Many Heads of the Hydra. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Do you want me to read the whole thing, or do you no, want me just, to... No, just explain it. Okay, so basically what happens is your warlord, if he's ever killed... You have to nominate another character model in your army as part of the Alpha Legion detachment. Or any any allied Alpha any as and long any as the Alpha, Alpha Legion, Legion period. Right. Any right. Alpha Legion person. You character. can nominate one of those characters to become your warlord at that point, and you your opponent does not score warlord. Has, and but you it does roll, have to be an Alpha Legion character. Yes. 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 When you, after you generate that new warlord trait, you don't give up slay the warlord. And essentially, what you what you do is you don't give your opponent that point for slay the warlord, which in the ITC is every single mission. Every single mission has slay the warlord, except think maybe except for one. Um, I want to uh, for I think I think it's five no, out I think of six it's all of them, dude. Or or no, six no, out no, of six. No, no, not no, all of them. Are you sure? It. Yeah, for sure, not all of them have it. But I, I don't know if it's only one that doesn't have it. Or it's it's low. It's okay. you're you're playing eighty percent of your games at least yeah. with Slay the Warlord, which means you're you're only giving up ten points to each of your opponent's max, which well, is awesome. I mean, the, the next point that I want to point out in, in most of these uh, detachments is that the Warlord traits are all good. The only one that isn't good is actually the Black Legion because this just which is why we didn't kind of go over. We, them. I didn't really go over them; and they're yeah. not that good. But uh, the Warlord traits are so they're good so, for each so legion; good. it's so ridiculous. Good. All right, so let's go over the Alpha Legion Warlord traits. Okay, so the first one is just meh, but all the rest are good. I promise you. The first one is your Warlord has the Infiltrate Special Rule. Okay, cool. Most of the army has it already, anyways, so that's not a super big deal. Number two, Baseless Commander. Once per game at the start of any of your turns, you can choose a friendly character on the battlefield that is from the Alpha Legion. Detachment or formation, and has the same unit type as your warlord. Swap the position of that model and your warlord. That is insanely good. So, so you yeah. could you could grab your your Alpha Legion lord and swap on a bike and swap them with a bike character or across the board. I mean, from corner to corner, caddy corner, you can do that. Yeah, that's pretty that, good. That's that incredible. Seems pretty overpowered. You're like. Oops, Dude. I was I was Omegon all along. Well, I mean, what does that do for you though? If you have a combat character that's over there dishing out combat to your opponent's side of the board, but he's crafty and he's coming in from the sides of the board for outflank, trying to take your home objective, all of a sudden that beat stick is in your zone again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, the implications that's of that un- are un- massive. It's huge. It's huge. That's huge. I mean you can <laughs> end up it's basically soul swap, but better kind of better. Consistent. Consistent. But yeah. again, so you have to roll this and you get a re-roll on it, right? So you'll get it. You know, once or twice per tournament. Not bad. That it's, could be all the difference it. in the world. Yes. I think, honestly, for me, that would probably be one of my that's favorite. Pretty, that's pretty amazing. I, I didn't know about that. Traits. That's pretty. All right, so three. What's three? The extra Good timing job. is, uh, yeah, I know. It's amazing. At the start of each of your turns, after the first, you can pick one of your units in reserve to automatically pass the reserve roll. That's pretty good, that too. Could be, yeah. That could be good. If you got a Chaos Fire after who failed his turn two, um, or if you want him to come in on turn two, he just comes in. It right. just I mean, anytime right. you don't have to roll for something. That's good. It's, anytime it, yeah, you can make bad. your opponent not roll. And Yeah, you want zero you, interaction. If you yep. if you are just going to have it, it it's, it's always good. good. Yep. It's yep. always good. I agree. So four is actually really good. Um, it's hidden in plain sight. Your warlord gets stealth. Not bad. I mean, I think it's good because if, if you have the ability to give one of your units an additional cover save for, for example, like trying to mitigate an alpha strike. Uh-huh. You can throw your opponent off if you start on the board when you shouldn't. Yes, because that's of that really good. added, you know, factor of, of resilience. Sorry, we said stealth or try stealth. To... It's only stealth. Plus one's good because you know ruins are a thing on most ITC tables in the backfield. That's yep. true. Very true. Oh, and here's another 
kind of cutesy thing. The planetary defense book, planetary, mm-hmm. uh, you can buy ruins. Ruin. You can buy for ruins. Twenty points. I do not believe that will be allowed. In my opinion, at LVO, so don't go buying a bunch of ruins yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll have to wait for the ITC. Yeah, don't. To don't make, I'm just saying. I already you know, have. A, I already have a lot of ruins. Um, we're gonna watch. do it. But but okay. So <laughs> without without starting too much, you know, what? actually, never mind. So just I. Like James said, you might wanna you might wanna maybe hold off on it, um, but I don't think it's I think it's I don't think it's like eighty percent of the ITC is not gonna do it, and twenty percent they are. I think it's more like fifty fifty, um, so, right? Which is still a measurable um, you know rate. You don't want to go out and just buy a bunch of shit because you think it's gonna end up you know being this overpowered thing, and then you get kiboshed. So be careful. That's all I gotta say. And, and people probably have a lot of ruins anyways. But yes. Okay. Next one is uh, number five. Cult leader. Friendly units of cults within 12 inches of your world or have the furious charge and feeling of pain. Six up special rules. If you ever played KDK before and you see what furious charge can do. On cultists. For cultists. Dude, cultists with furious charge, I, it surprises people every They're terrifying. Time. Every time. All of a sudden they're popping Pablo, rhinos. Oh. You've seen what happens to a five-man squad of marines. Dead. When they go up against cultists that Dead. are juiced. I, I, Dead. I don't charge cultists with my marines. I, I think a lot of marine players Sorry. don't. Um... But but yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, which is that's not bad. That's not a bad warlord trick. I, I think it's pretty good. And you get, I mean, feeling pain six up. It's something. They get a, they get a t-shirt save. So usually they don't get a save at all. But a six up six up starts to compound a little bit, and you start getting those you know those high rolls for no reason. You know yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Those yep. those like rolls where you're like, wow, I rolled three sixes on this time. You know, on this particular sample. That's that's a big deal when you get two of them. Yep. So yeah, I'm just saying. Like I mean, you, you figure cultists are one of those things where you're not really that scared of him as an opponent but you really should be if they've got that particular rule you know that that's that makes them over the top in my yeah. opinion for their points uh, another thing that i like about cultists specifically with alpha legion is they have characters uh the the number yes. one thing you want to do with your, your alpha legion is you want to maximize your characters not only because i think most likely your warlord is going to be an infantry character at some point yeah. but you're rolling a new warlord trait every single time so if you've got a cultist champion who's your character and he rolls up that character swap he could swap with a lord who wasn't necessarily your warlord before Right, and I mean, because and then, he's got you know up to thirty ablative, thirty five right. ablative wounds, and you're also sticking huge. that cultist champion into whatever unit that lord was joined to. Right. Well, you look uh, at you look so at the, which the is base silly. chaos warband or the, the Abaddon's warband or whatever whatever the hell right. it is. Um, you have the opportunity to bring what is it six different characters different just characters. with the base. I mean, just with the base. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. I mean. You, you're Six not going to lose different attempts. You're not going to lose. You're that base, you basically need to be tabled. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You you need to be virtually tabled to give up Slay the Lord. I like I said. I think it's the strongest one. I don't think Alpha Legion have the best um builds solo builds. I um. But they don't have any marks, which means you can. Which means they have access to one of the best, if not the best, allies matrixes. Yeah. Um. It, so you could join World Leader dudes in there. Also, anything outside of the big four. Right. The right, big gods. You mean, yeah, yeah the big, the big gods uh, don't have marks, right. so you can do that with all of them. Yes, it's pretty. It's all right. If you take something like Cyclopia Cabal, do, you could replace them too. Do they have yep. any, any interesting relics, James? Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. I haven't really looked this section over very much, but from what I can remember, there's a couple things, but not too many. I think it was like two things that were really good. All right. Um, one was uh the the mind veil. At the start of any of your movement phases, you can choose to roll 3d6 and move the bear and his unit up to the distance. Rolled in inches instead of moving normally. You can do this even if they're locked in combat. Basically, it's a good. consistent hit and run wow. no matter what. Yes. Right? How many points wow. is it? It's 30 points, but you take it's it worth every it. goddamn time. So, 
Yes. You walk out of combat, you shoot the fuck out of somebody, and you do it again. Just like the way the White Scars do it, but without a roll, right? That's yep. great. I mean, that is insanely like, good, right? Like, that was the like one you were that saying, dude, anytime you can not roll a die. There you go. Yeah. Consistently yeah, no, that's, that is good. All right, so who's the next Legion we got? There, there's one other thing that's really okay. important. Just, I mean, just because we were talking about cultists. Sure. Um, it's called the um, Icon of Insurrection. Friendly units of Chaos Cultists with 12 inches of the bear have a zealot special rule. That's another measure of reserve, I'm sorry, of uh, morale control. That's pretty good. Um, so there's zealot, force multiplier as well. Too, Fearless. Right? Yep. And you, re- and you have hatred. You re-roll the first round of combat with that many attacks, it becomes lethal. All right. That's, pretty That's it. So what's their what's their formation-based attachment? <laughs> okay, so their formation, what they get for their command benefits, I am Alpharius. That's the one we were talking about. Um, I'm sorry, no, I take it back. I am Alpharius is they get to re-roll their, their warlord sure. I'm sorry. Hidden deployment, all non-vehicles, units, and this attachment have the shrouded special rule during the first game turn. Not pretty bad. Good. That's good. So Very your good. cultists are all. shrouded. That's, the that's cultists we're good. talking about, you're going to see Alpha Legion running... Tons of cultists, why in my not? opinion. And why are they going to be doing that, James? Probably because of... Fearless, uh, obsec, recycling. What else? We didn't actually mention recycling. Oh, that's my bad. Why, that that's comes why. up in a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just part of one of the other command benefits. Yep. And and they're shrouded. So, I mean, that, yes. that is huge. So you're getting cultist units that are super cheap, super durable. And they're infiltrating, they, right? They infiltrate, and they have control over their morale. That's, in, that's right? crazy. Now, here we go. So, hidden deployment, that was the last one. Uh, cult uprising. Each time a cultist unit from this form, um, this attachment is completely destroyed, roll a d6 on a 4 plus. You can immediately place a new unit into ongoing reserves that is identical. So when that Pretty really good. difficult unit of obsec models goes away, you got a 50 50 chance of it coming back and being a thorn in the side of your opponent again. And you know what happens if there's a character in that unit? That's another warlord you have to kill. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal, honestly. Not only that, they also get elf link. Right. Like yeah. they get everything because they, they have infiltrate. It. It's so you can outflank that thirty-five man unit back onto the field onto your opponent's home objective. Just try to roll four. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just try to roll four. Maybe maybe a fate weaver no, roll no, might work. You know. No, no. Here's something interesting to note. There's also a formation called the Lost and the Damned, which yes. does the which same is exact yes. thing in the Traitor's Hate book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think grants that same ability to all of the other detachments. It's, it's, clo- it. it's close to it. Yeah. Let me just it's make a, sure. It is. It is a. Um, it's a four plus. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if if uh, Alpha Legion has. They have access to that. I take it. They do have almost. I think almost all of them, if not all of them, have access to it. Okay. The the only difference. So the Chaos Warband doesn't even let you take cultists. So it, that's a little redundant because the only cultists you're going to take are going to be in the cult or in the Lost and the Damned. I think we had a question earlier from somebody that's actually on another SoCal team here. Uh, the Larry Dente asked if, uh, because there's redundant formations and, and then command benefits, if that four plus roll would be redundant since you get one from the command benefit and then also from the formation. Mm. So two four ups to try and get it to come back, which is a good question. I think that's a that's definitely a, a GW Warhammer Community Facebook page well, they're question. Both, they're both named different, right? One's a Tide of Traders special rule, and that lets your cult generate on a four plus, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then Cult Uprising is almost verbatim a photocopy of that rule. Yeah. And but it's a different name, so I don't know. That's that's actually a really good question. Um, the without going too much into it, I have to read the verbiage a little. But my gut feeling is yes. You would get to roll twice. I mean, that's a 75% um, chance of success on getting your cultist unit back. That would make Alpha Legion, in my opinion, at that point, the best out of all of the yeah, out of all I, would, I mean, I don't know. That's a big jump because it doesn't specifically they wouldn't have a say... Not necessarily, no, they wouldn't have OPSEC. Right. That's true. 
But still having units from that formation come well, back they, 75% of the time. Wouldn't they have OBSEC if they're part of... No, no, no that's only the if they're part of that formation. The only, no. the only way... Not yeah. the composite. The, the only thing that lets them recycle is the is those two, that formation and that, that formation-based attachment. Okay. Which is, like I said, it's kind of weird. It's kind of redundant and silly on GW's part. I think if they had included... It would have been better if they had included a single... Um, not data slay, a single uh, army entry that was one plus cultists. Right. Just like what they did with flayed ones. Right. Right. Or even I, zero plus. Yeah, a zero plus, yeah. one plus, just something like that um, as an auxiliary choice or a core, maybe not core choice, that'd be too strong, um, but an auxiliary choice, <laughs> I think that would be perfect. That Then Alpha Legion would have their own unique cultists that they could just use Keep instead of right. taking that, that formation. Would be, that would be actually it, really good. It would play. make sense though. I mean, you, why would the Alpha Legion, who are known for you know, creating insurrection, just like they're saying on that, you know, in the title right. of that formation, um, have the ability to come back the same as literally other, every other legion. It would be more intense, in my opinion, right? right? I, I think you're right. I think. I mean, I think it, it makes sense, there. but we can't just go on that. GW sometimes yeah. does uh, make things ambiguous, and they had no uh, idea I'm, what the implications. Were. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Honestly, at this point, Chaos Space Marines have been down for so long. I feel like. Like, I just want to go yes on all of them. Because everything GW's put out hasn't been pink horror split rule bad. No, no, they're doing really well. The, the, I mean, it's they're really reaching balanced. out to the community. Right. And I think that as they write books, literally from, like, this podcast on, you're going to see a lot more, you know, logic in the way that they do I things. Feel like that's, I feel like that's what they're trending right now. I mean, they're, they're making all the, all the right moves, right, Ryan? And they're coming to LVO, mm-hmm. right? They they're gonna, it, yeah, they, absolutely. They brought a demon Primarch back. Right, yep. which they, is huge. Oh, so so happy. You just built yours. I just built mine. Oh man. All right. So so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on here. We're gonna move to the Iron Warriors. Uh, I'm gonna read these guys because I liked Perturabo and the Iron Warriors in mm-hmm. 30k. And so so we're gonna do that. So their rules: the uh, Iron Within, Iron Without. Units with the veterans of the Long War Special Rule have the Feel No Pain six plus. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. They have Feel No Pain six plus. Not it's terrible. Just, it's an extra roll. Obliterators and Mutilators are troops. Instead of elite choices and Dude, I, siege masters, I'm a big fan of the obliterators being <laughs> troops. troops. I, I've for a long time waited for obliterators to be relevant again. They're not they, relevant. Sorry, I don't they, think so. Well, either. I don't care. I don't care. I'm still going to do. This. They're more relevant. They're more relevant. Than they okay, were. Wait, wait, okay. Look, let, let's be real. All right, you take a bunch of obsec obliterators, right? This, the, the bane of your army is still grab. Yeah, I know. Right? Anyway. Which it just comes like, okay, hey, do you do you guys like power armor? Oh, here's a grab gun. Grab guns go with your power armor, like. You know, just for free. No big <laughs> but deal. but if you have if you have those in Death Guard, you put them in ruins. As long as they're shooting from more than eighteen inches away, which we'll get to later in the podcast true, when true, we go true, over true. Death Guard. With yes, the you're hunter's right. eye and all that. I, I get it. I, I get I'm, it. You're you're doing yourself a disservice, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If you're taking seventy point models, they can be killed so easily by grab. True. All right. So, uh, Siege Masters, you can reroll armor penetrations against buildings that do not result a glancing or penetrating hit and add one to the result when rolling on the building table. Ooh, so you're good at killing buildings. That's, that's meh. Yeah, that's real good, man. Yeah, that's okay. But <laughs> Havoc, Obliterators, Mutilators have the Tank Hunter special rule. That's good. That's not bad because Tank Huntering Havocs with auto cannons is pretty yeah. good. All of a sudden, those rhinos are looking a lot squishier. Well, not just that. I mean, you the fact that you can actually just throw them into rhinos and shoot two out yep. the top. You, you can right? hurt uh, knights a little better. Right. Uh, you can pop more rhinos. I, I think that's probably the bigger thing, is that Havocs are consistently, they can kill rhinos, no problem. When, when yeah, used in with conjunction with a well-balanced army, they can assault, yes. getting guys out of their, out of Which, their rides. 
which is Chaos video. Space Marines are. The, this this book makes Chaos Space Marines a more balanced army. They're yeah. not the most mobile, but they're still pretty mobile. Uh, they're not the best at shooting, but they're still pretty good at shooting. Um, they've obviously good at close combat, and they've Chaos has access to the best psychers in the game. Minus Tigerius. I agree. Chaos. I 100 percent agree. Yeah, Fate Weaver, Magnus yeah, yeah. the Red, but, okay, sorcerer, well, level you're, three you're, sorcerers. You're getting with, you're getting into demons. demons. That's not well. Chaos Space right. Marines. No. I said I Magnus said they have. Not I said demons, he's though. a Chaos Space. No, 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 he's not. That's true. He's like a librarian. But all I did by say himself. I did he say they have incredible. access to the best. Psychic sure. Thing. Yeah. So you're, you're talking about being able to get into right. your ally matrix. Yeah. Then and yes. Yes. And absolutely. But but Chaos Space Marines allies Tau with Chaos Space Marines. So you know. I mean, you, Are we going to keep talking about Alan DeHessa from Rage Quit Table Flip from San Diego <laughs> the, the that best. has a corgi that also <laughs> works as you know, a money manager? You know, have you ever noticed that Alan kind of looks like a corgi sometimes? That is profound. Uh, just, yeah. just I, like, I have to take a look at a picture. Like, just like, yeah. I just want to let you know that your best friend looks like a corgi, which you hate. Oh, oh no. God, I hate Cargis. Um, for those of you who don't know, Alan DeHessa is the best Chaos Space Marine. Uh, I'm sorry, he's not the best. He's the number one ranked Chaos Space Marine player in that the That literally means he's the best Chaos right. Space no, Marine. No, no, no. He's just not there. There are some people out there that maybe don't play ITC missions that might it, disagree. No, 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 no. no. Well, we don't. He allies Tau, so he's we, not any good at this game. At we, all. We, so, we don't care. Uh, <laughs> Chaos uh, Space Marines are his. So, Warlord Traits Table. Um, there's not a whole lot good here. Um, you can give your Warlord Feeling Pain 4 plus. On one, you can give them Fearless. Uh, you can give a, a piece of terrain that you didn't buy a plus one to their cover save. That's not bad. That's really um, good. That's really good in conjunction with other stuff from that. Uh, it will not die. Kind of the kind of gives them the Iron Hands treatment. But the biggest one is the number four result, the Techno Viral Manipulator. Mm -hmm. Friendly units of Obliterators within 12 inches of your Warlord can choose to fire the same weapon in consecutive shooting phases. So you could just be like, last cannon, last cannon. Just for fun, or have I mean, we're talking about obliterators again. Yeah, I'm man. just saying, obliterators. There you just go. Saying. Which that's is which is actually really cool. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and then as I'm reading through their relics, there's nothing crazy good in here. There's a uh, there's a mace that's kind of cool. It's just a it's just a normal power weapon, but instead of attacking normally, you can choose to make a single strength 10 AP one attack. Um, Nothing no, crazy. You, you, oh, remember, you're missing that one right there. You should oh, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, sorry. I, I haven't <laughs> actually read these world on, yet. So the the cranium malevolus, which is actually not bad. I don't, I don't think it's as good as you you say. Okay, so let me read it to you, and then you guys ahead. decide. So at the start of the bearer's shooting phase, enemy vehicles within two d six inches of the bearer suffer an automatic hit with the haywire special rule. Cover saves cannot be taken against this hit. I think that's pretty fucking good. When you're going against battle a company. bunch of free battle company, you know what? You're right. Vehicles, and it happens every shooting phase. It doesn't happen once. It, I mean, the thing is, too, is you have to remember, like, if you're doing haywire, you can potentially be doing penetrating hits to somebody, right? On a six, right? As long as you get some of those guys to be stunned or just not be able to move, immobilize, whatever, whatever you have, yeah. That means automatically in the next turn, if that guy's alive, you're doing it again. It's, it's a thirty points, so it's it's a little on the pricier side. Um, it's no hunter's eye. No, but. It's not bad, um, and it's situationally can be really broken, um, but it might be useless sometimes. I mean, you're playing against those spoiler night lists, right? They're automatically taking those uh, those whole points pretty much. If, if you're within 2d6, but like Ryan, uh, that wise sage, said earlier, you want to take away dice rolls. So what if you roll snake eyes when you critically need it? It's it's You're paying 30 points for a pretty good chance at hurting a ve vehicles within 7 inches, um, but you have to be within 7 inches, and you might not. Get that roll. All the I don't know seven anything inches, about seven inches. Seven in <laughs> so, so James. <laughs> I know um, it's really If you long. want to know what seven inches is, you just you just look down and then you add your hand. 
But I, what I like to do whenever I see seven inches is just crumple up and cry, mm. and then be like, with "Wow, a, with a good book." Uh, so, so their uh, their formation based attachment is uh, like, so when firing envious. when firing barrage or ordnance weapons, uh, you can choose to reroll the scatter die, which is pretty, that's good. That's that pretty is good. so good. That's really good. That is so good. That's and it's just it's just. Anyone in this detachment who's firing barrage or ordnance weapons? I'm just, I'm just trying to think of how much barrage. There's not a lot in the chaos space. Or um, there is, is the uh, zero barrage in chaos space means, but if it's allowed yeah. to be conferable to say, for example, a purge detachment, mm. no, then that is a bullshit rule that is no good. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know the chaos space ring book well enough, yeah. uh, but is it, is it just ordnance? And barrage only, right? Yes. 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 So, uh, so vindicators. Your vindicators. That's your um, which I think there are your your uh, soul grinders. That's not in the chaos basement book. No, that's not. I think you could take soul grinders. No, soul grinders you cannot take. You can take um, vindicators. <laughs> well, Defy too. What's uh, Defiler? Defi- Defi- oh, okay. Yeah, Defiler. Yeah, because I'm gonna take yeah. uh, overpower. Oh, I'm sorry, overcosted uh-huh. walker unit. That Just gets say, destroyed hey. by grab. Hey, so they get they get an extra Just attack say. for every weapon above the third. That you buy for them. Pavel, you've convinced me. Thank you. Yeah. They're so good. <laughs> I've looked into the quaff of power yeah, what that is, you have sitting atop what is, your what is the base? What, um, is, what is the base? It's uh, it's like 200 points, uh, right? And then, and then their yeah. other one, uh, non-vehicle units, um, have the stubborn special rule, which is, mm, it's all right. It's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty good. And it's, Stub- stubborn is is underrated, I think. For for oh, taking it's really a, good, it's, it's very it's, very good. It's good. Terrified doesn't work. Uh-huh. But in no this, negative modifiers from formation mm-hmm. benefits. It's, it's not worth buying a cha- an Iron Warriors Chaos Warband, though. No, I don't no, think so. No, it's not. Uh, and, the and only the, thing, look, look. Okay, let's be real. The only reason you would take an Iron Iron Warriors detachment would be to try and field Obliterators and Mutilators, right? And can you make them work? Yes, if you're very very precise with your movement uh-huh. and you have them to support them. Right, I'm just being real. Like I, I mean, yeah, yeah. They're they're, right. they're very strong if you know how to use them. If you know exactly what their capabilities are as you deploy them to try and counter your opponent, and you do a very, a very above the shoulders kind of game, you can eat something out. But will it ever see the top table? Fuck no, not ever. That will are not they, happen. Are they? I, I I'm not sure, but the Iron Warriors were allowed to bring multiple buildings, right? Isn't that the isn't that the, the formation? For, no, 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 no. They're, sorry, they're, they're able to bring. Multiple fortifications. Fortifications, yeah. Except right. in IGC, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to, to do that. Right? Oh, so, yeah. So, so fucking but I mean, useless. Bra- well, uh, okay, so, so I mean, technically, te- any army can take multiple fortifications because you know, unbound. Um, you can take multiple cads, multiple fortifications. The IGC just only allows you to take one. So anyone can take anyone can take uh, multiple fortifications. So let's move on. Let's. Um, we're just gonna skip over these guys a little. Uh, the next legion is the Night Lords. Okay, we're gonna skip them completely. Because no, wait, wait, wait! Before we skip wanna, them completely, I don't want to skip them completely. They do, they do have a benefit of having plus one to their, uh, or they they can take knife fighting anytime. Yes. Okay. okay. With their detachment. With their detachment, they can take knife fighting anytime. They have a plus one to their cover save. Okay. On right? the first turn, right? In their detachment, right? No, no, no. In, the in, the de- in the detachment. Oh, they have stealth. They have the stealth. They have Everybody's stealth. Got they stealth. have stealth okay. and knife. Everybody's got stealth. So we're looking at, at at very at very least we've got a two up rerollable jink with who with night lords with with Why a, rerollable sorry not rerollable just a two two up jink Fix that okay sorry I'm a little there's no actual rerollable anything what it is is just they get an additional <laughs> plus one to their save because of stealth I think night lords overall would be a really fun fluffy army if you're playing against a tau playing against any kind of xenos army 
they yeah. have an ability to try and run down their leadership for fear. Now, now here's the deal. They they actually don't have a bad warlord trait. Um, I was looking through these. They're kind of not loaded, but they're not bad. So so one is hit and run. Okay. Two is you reroll ones in the assault phase. Uh, any to wound rolls of ones in the assault phase. Uh, you get hatred. You reroll failed cover saves. You get hammer of wrath, or you get to reroll failed to wound with if you already have hammer of wrath, or you get rampage. Yeah, not bad. That's okay. It's not. I mean, actually, what I was gonna say though is like you know, when in the beginning I was telling you like the the war traits are like really good for every legion. This is the other legion that has one. They're just kind of like eh, they're okay. These are good for any other book that you've seen in 40k. But we're gonna go to a different legion, and you'll see what I'm saying. The next legion will have an amazing set of warlord traits. It's the word bears. Yep, go for it. Okay, so uh, word bears. They they don't get much. They get uh, hatred, or they get to reroll failed to hit rolls in every round of close combat when attacking ultramarines units. Fucking Ooh, jerks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Those fucking toilet seats are quivering. Oh, because yeah. everybody plays. Right, all everyone plays. All, <laughs> they would be so everybody much more powerful. Everybody plays Smurfs these days. Could, could, could you imagine if if one of these units had like hatred white scars? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that'd be so funny. Anyways, yeah, moving on. Whatever, white scars are dog shit. Fucking. But um, possessed are okay. They're not crazy. I'm not shaking. Um, but units of possessor troops. They're so uh, expensive. And the best thing about them is so when psychers from Wordbearers detachments or formations harness conjuration powers, three they half. harness on a three plus, not a four plus. Yes, that is good. huge. Huge. Uh, so you're summoning your pink horrors with the split rule on three pluses, which is big, and it's very wordberry too. There's oh, all yeah. about yeah. summoning demons. It's, it's, it's fluffy. fluffy. It's fluffy. Yeah. Um, you also have yeah, uh, zealot within six inches of a dark I apostle. I love you. And that's it. But you said that these guys' warlord traits were strong. Their warlord traits are strong compared to what we just saw at Night Lords. Go ahead and have a look. All right. So number one is your warlord has a zealot special rule. If you already had it, then he gets to reroll all failed hit rolls in every round of close combat. Not bad. Okay, um, if you have a beat stick model, that's a huge deal. You're right. That's, that's not bad. Can you get not great. Okay, with so, with so Chaos Space Marines, that's two, huge. It's a big deal. We don't get rerolls in anything. We don't have heralds. So and shit, you either so. get you either become mastery level one or you add one to your mastery level, um, and you generate you can generate your powers from the malefic discipline if you weren't a psyker. Huge. That's pretty good. Huge. Huge. Automatically, automatically summoning demons. Fuck um, yeah. Automatically. You can at the beginning at the start of each turns you can give one unit counterattack, fearless, furious charge, or relentless. Huge yep. again. So all of a sudden you're fucking. I mean, your havocs are relentless. I mean. You have to take that in a, in, a, in a formation. So all of a sudden, those Havocs are walking across the board shooting their autocannons. Love it. Continue. Um, uh, adamantium Will and Fearless. That's so not bad. No, no, no that is good. No. That is good. Fearless and fearless. Adamantium Will. So you're giving the model plus his unit Fearless. You're beat sticking again. You're, you need that unit to be Fearless. Not that most Chaos Lords, I mean, all Chaos Lords are Fearless anyways, but giving that is, is still a big deal to another unit. And Adamantium Will is no joke. No, fuck it's him. no like, people, joke, man. I mean, in in this day and age, when Psyche Phase rules yep. the whole game, that plus one is a huge deal. All right, uh, Nexus of the Gods. Uh, your warlord or friendly model within twelve inches of him earns a roll on the Chaos Boon table. You can add or subtract one to the second dice, so you get a little bit of Chaos Boon control, which can be good. Dude, it's it's pretty good. It's incredible because that second dice. Is really what determines whether you're going to turn into a spawn. Um, and then or the, the imprints. Or a demon. And prince. then the last one, unexpected boon, is your warlord immediately makes a roll on the chaos boon table, rerolling eleven uh, results of eleven and twenty-two. No, wait, read it again. Re, re-rolling any. So your warlord 11 can immediately through eleven through twenty-two, which um, is spawnhood, or nothing, or nothing. Right. 
Right. So, so you're so you you're gonna are going to get something every time, or you're going to become a demon prince. Or you're going to be, and yeah. be that's sad. the only that's the only like you know eventuality that would be bad. Yeah. Well, it, depending. I mean, it could be on a. Is it say warlord? Yeah. So you don't want your warlord. Yeah. You want him to be a marine. You don't want him to be a, a demon prince. Um, and then there's one. There's one. Uh, relic that I think is extremely good. This is the Scripts of Erebus. It's 15 points, so it's dirt cheap. Uh, once per game, the start of either your or your opponent's psychic phase, the bearer can read from the Scripts of Erebus to immediately generate an additional D6 warp charge points. Woo! Oh, Add their appropriate number damn. to your warp charge pool. Oh my god. So, so you could just be like, you know what, Even I'm rolling just one additional two D6. Dice. It's two? Well, no, because you always generate D6. Right. So instead, you're rolling, you're generating two D6 so for one second. So you're average dice, you're taking seven oh, additional God, warp so charge. You add wow. That, you add that to Magnus? Call it a day. <sighs> you can't <sighs> add it to Magnus, but... Oh, he, oh he, it only... He, he, no, no, you no, can't he, buy it he, for he, Magnus. But no, you no, can... No, like, you can, you can, re, you can re-roll. He's of war. Right, but, but you can't buy him relics. That's what I'm saying. No, not for no, no, him. No, no. Oh, you're saying just as a supplement. No, no, So, yeah, Magnus has his initial five. He's in your army, and then, yeah. Oh, this guy right. has his. He gets an extra D6. I mean, Magnus can cast five powers. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's not... But 15 points, too. Dirt cheap. Pretty but, but, I mean, okay, so so going into like the meat of what this would eventually be, though, before we even look at the command benefits, it looks like Possessed are the focus of that, right? You want to try and look back at like, the Galvor back from 30k, try yeah. and run an iteration of that, right? Yes. Right, with casters summoning demons. Fluffy army, but you know what? I guarantee you, if you're summoning as much as this army... <laughs> implies that you can your possessed may actually end up getting into combat which is That's cool true. well you gotta play you, the got, fuck you gotta out remember of it. you gotta remember too these guys don't have any any bonus to rolling doubles or whatever so they're gonna be taking wounds oh for sure they'll be taking wounds but but i mean like possessed in combat <clears throat> are nothing to scoff at oh no they're I mean, nasty i mean there, there are a couple things they don't want to see they don't want to see riptides because of the two up save they don't want to see wolfen no well no. the thing about that is they do because they are capable of killing all of the wolfen. Wolfen are, are like notorious for killing things that they shouldn't. Now, they spoil wolfen in that they can do enough damage output. Oh, but but not the wolfen aren't worth it. It's not worth it for the wolfen. There you go. Yeah. Okay. There you that's go. Good. So they're kind of a little mini counter to wolfen. Right. That's that's smart. Right. They're also faster than wolfen too. They are right? much no no, no 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 no. Actually they're not. If, if the wolfen are taking that formation, they're they're way faster because they can run yeah. and charge and they have yeah. the, most, oh, so it, the plus three. Yeah. So they're about as because because a possessor but, jump infantry, right? No, no, no. no, no, they, no. They, they go normally, but they, they can't they can be in I wanna say it's the uh are, are the possessed the ones with the with the bat wings? Yes. They, yeah. But 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 that means nothing. That's, they, that has they, nothing they to do. They roll on a chart. Yeah. E- either way, what I'm trying to say though is that like if you take a squad of possessed, is it Crimson minimum, Slaughter that they get? They, the, yeah, yeah, that's a way better table. But 160 points for five models. They have a strength five. They they roll on a chart and they get some additional attack bonuses in combat. What I'm trying to say though is that they charge Wolfen. They should do enough combat damage to them in order to make them at least be like, you know what, I should probably move away. Because if I trade out, you're, right, you're losing this. You're trade. losing. Okay, I get it. All right, uh, their their formation based attachments not. It's okay. You get Crusader. All non vehicle units get the Crusader special roll. Not bad. Uh, and then at the start of each of your turns, you pick one character, and he only gets to do this once. Uh, and you roll on the cast boon table for that table. That's for that character. Not very good. That's, yeah. It's okay. It's it's nothing to write home about. I think the best I think the best answer in a word bear or the best way to write word bears is in CADs personally. P- pretty standard for a bitch like Lorgar, you know what I mean? <laughs> Am I right? All right. Am I right? <laughs> um, I think we're gonna skip this next legion. Who is uh, it? It's World Eaters. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. All right. All right. So, so this is James's. This is James's thing. 
I've been, I've been, I've been toying with this since I've seen the rumors come out. And I will say this: world eaters have tended to be in the past something you just go forward with and just hope for the best. Tactical play in the last year has gone completely through the roof. You know, I'm mean, talking about like reserve manipulation, talking about you know free transports, obsec, all that good shit has just made it so that it's very difficult to play if you're not scoring objectives, killing things in ITC especially is passe. It's not it's not the way you win a game. World Eaters can do both. If you take the detachment that allows you to take OPSEC while also manipulating the 2D6 redeploy that the command benefit you get by taking World Eaters, um, you can potentially put so much pressure on your opponent that they'll have a hard time scoring their own home objectives while your slower moving components of your army score yours. I'm telling you right now, I've got a couple different builds that I'm not completely willing to divulge at this point. But I will say this. If you're not able to take a charge turn one for more than 40 bodies in 8th edition, you will lose your games. That is something to look forward to. That is something I am I am committing to right now on this podcast. Hmm. No joke. And this, is, this is serious. I'm, talk, I'm not joking. I've already showed Pablo, Reese, Frankie, the list that I'm working on. We're talking about 40 bodies charging turn one at the least. 60 bodies at the most. Pablo, we talked about this. At least give me a check mark that I'm not bullshitting this. James, where did you find a soapbox in this room? <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm telling you, World Eaters is the shit. Uh, so, so James, James is right. Uh, the the World Eaters, um, I already knew it. I already knew. I knew it as soon as I saw them. They are they are probably the most powerful legion in the book. I think Alpha Legion are the most powerful personally. But if someone were to tell me World Eaters were the best legion in the book, I would disagree with them. Um, yeah. The world leaders have some crazy combinations, and James actually has it all ready to go. I, I've, he actually knows more than me, and I got the book first. <laughs> um, yep. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the world leaders. <laughs> all right, let's book. go over it. Okay. All right. So the the forces of the world leaders. The very first rule here is uh, berserker horde units. Corn berserkers are troops. <clears throat> choices instead of elites. Not a big deal. Not a big deal because berserkers are overpriced. We all know that, right? I mean. Comparatively speaking, Wolf and do the job better times five. Yep. Okay. Blessing and Corn units that have veterans of the Long War special rule have adamantium will. Amazing rule. Love it. It's fluffy. It's nice. It's right. Good. But no, it helps. Yeah. Okay. It's everybody though. The whole army. Everybody with. So when you attach with other models. Of the Long War, right? Right. No, anybody part of the detachment has to have veterans, anyways. Right. Except for cultists and stuff. Right, except for cultists. So, okay. so pretty much, well, cultists can't be taken as part of the core attachment anyways. Okay, fair enough. So anybody in the core attachment has that rule. You're attaching characters from another formation, i.e. Cyclopia Cabal. That's plus one to whatever deny the witch they already get. All right, that being said, final rule. The Butcher's Nails. Units that have the veterans of the long special war had the fearless, thank God. That's pretty good. And furious charge special rule. So army, All uh, Blood Angels, right? Army-wide fearless for free is really really good um, it, it can be a hindrance huge. in very very few situations but it, yes but yeah, it's no going to really ground good. or whatever but yeah but it people, doesn't matter yeah, you're not people, flying off your objective people spend points for like priests and stuff to get something similar to that like people right. people go out of their way to get fearless because it's so good yeah. it, it is very good and this in my opinion again i'm very biased but <laughs> but 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 listen uh, Pablo, we've talked about this. There's not a single bad warlord trait in the world leaders. Not one. Okay, so go ahead and read them all out then. Okay, so number one, our slaughterer. The warlord has rampage. Pretty good. So extra to D3 extra attacks. D3 extra attacks on the charge when oh, he's outnumbered. Outnumbered. 
if Dude, you're talking about that's, if that's you're, the if worst one. About, that's their yeah. worst role. Okay, so yes, go, go but if the, you're talking yeah. about the armor that you're talking about, yeah. you're not going to be outnumbered. Why most not? Of the time. I get attached to the guy. He's got the same rules. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that more. Mm-hmm. That's the worst warlord trait. Rampage for your warlord is pretty fucking good. He's going to be a beat stick in a world leader's army. Yes. You're getting D3 extra attacks on top of whatever he's getting. Yes. Alright, two. Slaughterborn. Each time your warlord could roll on the chaos boon table, including for the gifted mutation reward, you may instead choose to increase your attacks by one. That's my favorite one. Oh Unbe- my god. Unbelievable. So every time you slay a character in close combat, you, you get plus one roll on the chaos boon table. The every one you t- buy, time, plus one. Every time you roll on it, to begin with, you pay 10 points, extra attack. If you if base. you have the uh, the base attachment, that lets you have an additional one. Two extra attacks to start the game. So we're talking five attacks base. Then plus Beef. rage, plus your extra attack. And if you have a demon weapon, plus d6. Plus d6. You guys, you guys are just blowing my mind right now. I'm like, You're talking about a single model that hides in a unit of a blade of wounds that can wipe an entire squad. Kill a riptide or two in a turn. Obviously only one because you can only be in contact with one. But you're talking about like massive damage output. Wait, which warlord trait does Karn have? I I didn't even look. Karn will not be in my army, even though I love him to death. Because I have his Karn, model. Because if Karn had beautiful. that warlord trait, Karn, well, Karn has is, Karn has hatred. He, he, has, <clears> he hatred, has hatred. He has hatred to his unit as well. He and everybody have hatred, which right. is really good. Yes. All right. So go okay. On, next number one. three is a very tactical one, and I like this one because for the way that I play my armies, it makes it so that I'm always in my opponent's face. So this becomes very relevant. Three unrivaled battle lust. At the end of your opponent's charge subphase, you can declare a charge with your warlord and his unit, so long as that enemy unit that you would attempt to charge is locked in combat. So good. It's very, very similar to the, uh, what are the Hounds of Nurgle called again? They're Beasts of Nurgle. Beasts of Nurgle, yeah. Right? Same shit. They're, you charge somebody no, in range. nothing like Hounds, but okay, I got you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Oh, okay. Well, no, yours look like dick monsters. They're elites. They look like they're hounds uncircumcised. Are fast they're elites. Hounds are fast attack. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... So basically, you get an extra charge, an extra close combat in your face. So if I if I botch mine, I get another, I get another a chance. Or yeah. if if you kill, if you wipe your unit, can you charge a new unit? If I, no, no, it has to be in your face. When you declare a charge, I get to declare a charge uh, after you're already it's, locked. It's so gnarly. It, it's when so gnarly. when my my warlord and his unit are meant to be in combat, that means you can't declare charges unless you want to lose units in your turn. Right, because your warlord just go over there and beat up pretty much anything aside from a Death Star, right? But if you have that warlord with that warlord trait in a Death Star, then all of a sudden things become like, a little like you, bit you, loopy. You don't you don't want to you don't want to you don't want that thing in it because that thing will be I mean, charging. The thing will be charging. It'll be killing. It'll be killing things with psychic phase in the psychic phase. It might kill things in the shooting phase. It'll be killing thing multiple things in the assault phase. It'll be killing multiple things in his opponent's assault phase. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> You're interacting in your opponent's phase when you shouldn't be. That if means you, you have additional time to make damage output yes. when your models would not have necessarily been doing that to begin with. Yes. That's a huge a huge thing for an assault army. If you're putting this this dude on a juggernaut, which you will. Yep. Every time. Adds as an attack. Every time. Yep. Okay. Why not? You give him the axe of or the axe of blind fury. You can't you can't yeah you can you can you do, you okay. do that. Right? Because you yep. okay. yeah because you the, they are the cross transferable. Homeboy homeboy with the axe of blind fury hmm. base without any of these benefits gets up to what twelve attacks? 12 attacks. Yep on the charge. Strength six. Twelve attacks. Strength six. AP two. Add initiative. Goodbye. Twelve. Whatever. Miles. Whatever. Like wow. I agree. Wow. All right. So going through and uh, again, th- I'm telling you, this warlord table. I will be rolling in it every single game. I will not go out of the book. That's the next one. <laughs> next one. 
Disciple of Corn, your warlord can reroll all fail to hit and wounds in oh, challenges. Pretty, oh, in challenges. What the, dude, it, dude, that's huge. That means every time your opponent's going, no challenge for me, thanks. Yeah, because you get a, because yeah, that's not good. You, I mean, because remember, the way this shit works is if, you're, if your opponent's saying, no, my character's not going to fight, right. he, not only does he not do damage, you're doing damage into the unit. This warlord Starting with your warlord if I move right. Yes. Or starting with whatever model I want to challenge. Yeah. Right? All right. So that, that's huge. Number five, True Berserker. While slotted in combat, your warlord has Eternal Warrior and feel no pain. That's huge. Wow. That's, that's really good. That's that fucking unbelievable. Come on, dude. So you're, warlord you're, leaders for fucking money, dude. So, you, so you're not getting doubled out by knights anymore. Nope. Um, shit. You get that feel no pain roll, which is pretty big. No, you don't get, I mean, you don't get doubled out, but you still take wounds of a D3 right, or a but D6 you're not, but you're not getting doubled. That's what I'm saying, though. You're not getting doubled out by no, knights. You're not, you're not dying not, immediately. Right, which is huge. Right. It's a big deal. And if you want to, you can just be like, eh, you take it. Right, because most character, most units you take in a world leader army, world leader army are gonna have a squad character anyway. So you yep. chump challenge with him, right? Yeah. And if you fail to not kill that guy, he's still gonna do mass damage to you. Yeah. Yes. Okay, number six, a violent urgency. This is another really, really good tactical one. Uh, when determining the charge range of your warlord and any friendly units with a mark of corn within eight inches of him at the start of the charge sub phase, roll three dice and pick the two highest results. Again, I'm, I'm telling you right now. So that's your warlord or, and the unit he rolled? Or and any with? unit within eight inches of him. Any unit, period? or Any, any unit with a mark of corn. So, so okay. So, so let's say, hypothetically, yep. he joins a unit of dogs who have fleet. Right? Yep. So they're, 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 They are not mark of corn. Those are demon of corn. Right, right, right. But if he rolls, does, does fleet confer to him, first off? Um, no, no. No. Okay, so. Fleet is specifically to that model. All right. But if you stick him in some jump infantry units who get to re-roll their charge rolls and then combine it with that, it's good. It's really good. You look, get, you, again, look, you I, get, think, I think what we come away from with this is the warlord traits for world eaters are, are, are top-notch. Yeah. Right? You're going to get a good one no, no matter, matter what. what. And you get a re-roll. And you get a re-roll. Yeah. So if you roll one, uh, what? you're still happy. You're happy, but you're you can re-roll. You're not just re-roll it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, good. a 136 chance of getting something that's going to be not just useful, but relevant. Yes. All right. All right. So chaos artifacts. There's a lot of really good stuff in there. I'm not going to go over anything except the most important one. That it doesn't matter what army you're playing, as long as you can attach this character to something that wants to get in combat, you're doing great. It's called a talisman of burning blood. It's 25 points. It adds plus three to the plus three inches to the maximum move distances of the bearer and all models in his unit each time they move in the movement phase, run in the shooting phase, and charge in the assault phase. It's amazing. Woo! Oh, man, so so let's so I'm I'm gonna let's go ahead and dissect this a little. Um, so it's the unit and the unit, the bearer and the unit he joined, all models in the unit specifically. So death so stars again get better automatically. You could join them to dogs. Yep. You could join them to cultists. Yep. Zombie plague yep. zombies. Uh, a cyclopia cabal. Whoever, whatever you want. Right. You join it to that unit, and um, we're gonna go over. We're gonna skip the thousand suns this podcast because of the wrath of Magnus right. book. Yeah. But. I want to highlight the Astral Grimoire again from the Thousand Suns book. You elect, Why, Pablo? You elect a unit within 12 inches of your bearer, bearer, and they move as jump infantry. So they get to 12 move 12 inches. inches. So It's if, a 15-inch move. Yes. And, and it's not just a 15-inch move. It's a 15-inch move for any unit your lord joins. Wait, so sorry. Basically what, any model. Because the, the oh, relic because from this adds three. three. It's it's 12 and I, then you yeah, add okay. three. So... This is this is huge on 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 several levels. It's it's usually the the highest level of play. 
um, because Death Stars just got specifically Chaos Death Stars just got significantly better. Not better, just scary. Remember, Ter- more terrifying. They be, because yes. they, what they do is they make your opponent have to react to them in the first turn as opposed to the second because you could potentially play very like right. conservative and stay back. Right. That extra three inches makes it so that it's terrifying because it's not just three inches in the movement phase; it's plus three inches in the charge phase. Right. And if you and the run phase and the run phase. Well, but you can't run and charge. Well, just I mean, but if they if they play back, right. You have an extra three inches. It's always you just always have an extra three inches. It's, yeah, it's, it's huge. I like no this what. rule. Can I use it in real life? <laughs> you're adding an extra. You're adding an, everything. Every any unit you joins gets a, an extra six inch threat range. Always. Exactly yep. six inches yep. extra. That's no matter huge. what. I mean, yep. if you steal, if you seize on somebody as, as like ready to fuck you up on the line. I mean that that could potentially make the game in the first turn. Uh, so. So th- that that's huge. So like I was saying, huge uh, at the highest level of play, um, at the medium levels of play, and and the casual levels of play. Specifically, the reason why it's important at the casual levels, while these guys are making obscene gestures at me <laughs> and trying to get me to laugh, uh, at the lowest level of play, it makes players who who want to use like their obliterators, or or maybe like their raptors or warp talons or any models that they that are collecting dust. It makes those models good. All right. All right. Okay. So going into the uh, command benefits, this is another thing that like really puts, in my opinion, the world leaders over the top for the competitive meta. Because generally speaking, you want to keep things on the board to start, right? Right. Only army that kind of goes around that is battle company. Yes. And anything with jet bikes. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yes. So sons of Angron. That's the, the formation leaders, right? based attachment. Command benefits. Berserker Lord gets to reroll his warlord traits, like we talked about already. Second thing is called Blood Mad, and this is so fluffy, so cool, and actually so good for jumping on objectives, even if you're not charging. Awesome. After both sides have deployed, including Infiltrators, so this is after Infiltrators have deployed, but before the first player begins the first turn, all non-vehicle units comprised entirely, we talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. right, is to be entirely of models from this detachment can immediately make a 2d6 move, roll separately for each unit, in addition Non-vehicle units and walkers from the establishment can reroll any failed charge rolls they make during the battle. That's oh my god, fucking amazing. So 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 you get yeah. so you get a two d six move after after infiltrators. Yep. Uh, you, you just get for free for free. Um, and it's not it's a scout, not a scout move. move, right? So you you can charge. So you could charge with that. So so essentially, what you're doing with with your uh with your fifteen inch super death star that you just created is um oh you have to be entirely. Comprised, right? So okay. your your Death Star of your you know your dog Death Star or whatever you're gonna try and throw in there, sorcerers, blah blah blah, will not be able to redeploy. But they get a 15 inch move. But so here, here's them. what here's what you do though, and here's I think you could do with it is what you could do is you could daisy chain the guy. So you could put him, you put your your warlord dude, um, in a unit of raptors. I don't know something that moves 12 inches naturally. Yeah. Uh, you move him up 2d6 inches with that unit. And then they're up already, and then you bring your dogs or your Cyclopico or whatever the rest of your Death Star and Daisy Chain move in. twelve inches up, yep. have him join that unit, and then all of a sudden you get a two d six plus three inch charge. Woo! It almost sounds like what I was talking about earlier: forty people charging turn one automatically. Yeah, it's 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 very close to that. That sounds pretty dirty. It's it's pretty good. It's it's pretty. <laughs> that does sound pretty dirty. I mean, it's one of those things. Like if you're not ready for it, and you take a charge from forty bodies, you're done. If you're not ready for it, you're done. You're mucked up in your deployment zone. Um, your opponent is has complete control of any of the objectives they want, right. uh, and specifically in the middle of the board. Uh, and and their damage output is increasing because they're doing 
because they have a close combat oriented army. It, it's not just that though. It's, it's about it's about oppression. It's about playing the game above the shoulders. Is your opponent worthy enough and and well versed in the game enough to understand that attrition is something you have to deal with in early turns now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, are you able to understand that your army won't do anything for two turns? Will you be able to keep your head in the game that long? Yeah. That's what I'm going for with my build, mm -hmm. and I'll be posting that shit here pretty soon on the Frontline Gaming website. You guys can give me your critique. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your well-rounded ITC army, the one you would take to a GT, would do and how it would fare against something like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to know. Let me know. I, I want critiques. All right, so we'll go, and, we'll go and look for that on the blog. Is there anything else about the world eaters that you want to highlight, James? Just that they're a beat stick, and I'm going to use their stick to just beat, beat them cheeks. Just beat. In. In. I'm going to beat them in. In out. And I'm going to make it sloppy. That was beautiful. Just, I just want to let you guys know we're making some serious. Eye contact. Deep eye contact. Red Anyways, uh, so Red, Death Guard. Red, white, and blue, motherfucker. <laughs> Red, white, and blue eyes. Uh, Death Guard, my choice. Obviously, I play Nurgle, yada, yada, yada. Uh, <clears throat> there is actually a lot of good stuff in this. A lot of good stuff. Um, <clears throat> starting off the bat, Gifts of Nurgle. Eunice with the vet Veterans of Long War Special Rule have Fearless and Feel No Pain. Just to start, Feel No Pain, good. right off the bat, pretty great. But they reduce their initiative characteristic by one. You know, it is what it is. That's a standard Nurgle uh, deficit. Uh, but Typhus and Plague Marines are unaffected. That's pretty good. They already have yeah. female pain. They already have all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> inexorable advance is another uh, another deal that they've got. Um, Eunice with the veterans of Long War Special Rule have the Relentless Special Rule, which is pretty incredible. It's, a, it's amazing. Especially Every when you start taking Havocs. Yep. Uh, who can take all, any heavy weapon on the planet. Who can then move and you know, should do and anything they want. Not only their T5 with Feel No Pain. Yep. Pretty good. So, so go on. Pretty good. Uh, next one's Lord of the Plague Host. Um, same, same deal as the rest of them. Plague Marine troops are... Uh, uh, or Plague Marines are troops instead of elites. Yes. Um, <clears throat> as the same as every other yeah, major that's god. That's their you know. troop choice. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the Warlord traits are pretty good. They're pretty good. I mean, there's... Uh, I would be okay with every single one of these. Definitely not as good as the world leaders, though. <laughs> That's true. The, the world leaders are pretty... The world leaders are pretty you can't great. can't argue with James after that. <laughs> um, I hyped it perfectly, I think. Yeah, yeah. You can't argue with James after um, that. Okay, so we'll go down the go down the list right now. Um, insensate to paint. Add one to your warlord's field of pain rolls. That's fucking legit. It's it's, it's good. Good. Um, the, the, the problem is it's, it's only the warlord. It's not everybody else in the squad, so it's not like broken... But it is really good. All right, Demon Prince, that'd be fucking amazing. Yes. yes right? Would. I mean, yes, inherently, would. plus one. The if problem, they cast Endurance, you're at three up, in, three up uh, Endurance. If you cast right. Endurance, yes, but they don't come with the Veterans of Long War, so they don't have it inherently. Oh, they don't? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That, that guy's a smart guy. Yeah. yeah he's, he, uh, he gets a hits. <laughs> Next one is going to be Tainted Regeneration. Warlord. I'm sorry, what was the first word of that? Tainted. Tainted. Uh, <laughs> regeneration. Um, the Warlord has It Will Not Die. Good. Which is also really good. That's good for a warlord because you want to keep him alive. Yes, right? obviously. Really good. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Really good. You got Typhus out there. He's got, what, four wounds, right? One in three chance to gain a wound back to keep him in the game. Shamona. Love Not that. Okay. Uh, lord of Contagen. Okay. Contagion. Contagen. Okay. You're a fucking paramedic firefighter. Contagen. Contagion. Contagion. Uh, so your warlord and all friendly units from the Death Guard formation and attachment that are within seven inches of your warlord... 
at the start of the fight subphase are infected with a contagious plague until the end of the phase. All enemy units that are locked in combat with the units are infected and suffer D6 strength 1 AP4 hits with the poison 4 special rule at initiative step 10. Dog shit. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's not, it's not the best. It's enough to do some wounds. That, you know what it's like? It's ticky attack wounds. It's ticky attack wounds. That's yeah. right. Soul Blaze. Which everybody forgets on their Heldrakes. Everybody forgets on <laughs> yes, their fucking flavors and that detachment. Mm-hmm. And they do work. They do but, a lot of wounds, man. It's it's making your opponent roll. Roll dice. When, roll as, dice. As soon as, you're, as soon as you're doing any kind of interaction with your opponent to make them roll dice is what you want. Because they, they're like in they're, they're in control of their own destiny at that point yep. with their dice. And they can fuck themselves out of a win. I mean, literally. That's what it comes out of, right? Yeah, I mean... Oh, I've done it to myself. To yourself. Like, this week. Oh, I know. That was rough. It was rough. The next one is Hulking Physique. Okay, this is number four, which I love. Anytime I get extra wounds, uh, add one to your Warlord's wound characteristic. That's not bad. That's good. It's it's definitely not bad. Makes me a real chapter master. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, Next one is Rotten Constitution. Warlord has Eternal Warrior Special Rule. Good. That's good. So good. Eternal Warrior is always good. So good. People, anytime you get it, so good. It's almost like uh, Marines can just take it for points value. <laughs> they don't, it costs 50 points for Eternal Warrior. You 50? guys get it for free. On a fucking die roll. That's true. You're right. But, you know, Blood Force Armor, KDK, we get that. Too. That's mm. fair mm-hmm. enough. 35 points. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else? Uh, number six, the last one is going to be Arch uh, Contaminator. All I right. love it. I love, that sounds great. Yeah, the, the effect of the poison special rule on any weapon wielded by a warlord and any models in his unit improved by one. That's wow! Not bad. Okay. That, to, to, yeah. a, to a maximum of a two plus, obviously. Right. Um, so it gives you an example, but you get the idea. Yeah. What was the name of that warlord trait again? It's Arch Contaminator. I would love if you would contaminate my ovaries. <laughs> I'll contaminate your arch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. It's, it's great. Absolutely great. Uh, it's good. Okay, but is it's, it worth rolling in that warlord trade table? I don't think so. Uh, I think I think give me wh- Yeah, what? probably not cuz really most of these just affect a warlord. Right. Which is not right. always the best way to go. Okay, so my question to you is like how many of these are actually viable like consistent warlord Two. Trades? Yeah. Two? What, maybe, what would we say maybe, out of the world eaters? How maybe many was three, it? Three. Maybe three. probably five. five. Yeah, probably five. And and six isn't terrible. Yes. But the thing is Okay. None of these are ter- none of these are terrible, but if you want to do fluffy, fun lists, whatever, that could be do- done and it will work. The, the difference though is the Death Guard really shine in their decurring traits. Yes. Yeah. So so let's go to their warlord, their That's, relics first. Okay. So, so, there, so did you, were there any relics in there, Ryan, that you liked? Oh, oh, I turned the page one too many. Um. Well, first off, a lot of the relics have just a poison two plus steal. Okay, so which is which is cool. Yeah, you're no no big like deal. Knights, no big is, deal. Is not yeah. really that helpful. But there is one relic that really shines in Death Guard, in my opinion, and it has to do with cultists. Which one are you? Oh, the uh, yeah, the uh, the Poxwalker Hive. That would be the one. Okay, it's twenty points. Already 20, good. Twenty points. Okay, no big deal. At the start of your or uh, of each of your turns, pick a friendly unit of Chaos Cultists within seven inches. To infect the Poxwalker uh, virus for the rest of the game. For the rest of the game. So every every turn, you get to nominate one. Boom, boom, boom. Whichever one's closest to the and damage for the, And for the rest of the game, they get this. They get Fearless, Feel No Pain, and every single turn, they get D3 slain models returned. 
so good. It's pretty darn good. <clears throat> so you're going to be seeing a lot of zombie lists is what's coming up. Right. <clears throat> yep. well, that's you, not, you that's a cultist death? list. Well, no, I mean, I mean, they're they're technically zombies, right? That right. I think they're better than zombies actually, because um, they have an armor well, save. Well, they can shoot too. Oh, they, they do have an armor save, and they're not slow and purposeful. Well, no, zombies have an armor save. They, no, they do. But remember, the ballistic skill doesn't drop. They don't have ballistic skill zero. You can still shoot. True. Very. true. Which I mean, it's pitter patter, but uh, it's still. You something. can also run. Run. You're not slow and purposeful. Uh, and that's huge. You get D three returned back. So uh, another thing that I I, I did see is um, there's one called the uh, Dolores. Nell, Knell, 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 Knell. The Death Knell uh, <clears throat> is going to be twenty-five points. It's not the best thing. It's not the best thing. I just I thought it was interesting. Uh, and granted, it's not going to work against. Uh, it's not going to work against Space Marines. It's not going to work against uh, several things. But against Tau, against some of the guys that are going to be an issue, uh, you've got three D six instead of two D six again for fear tests. That's not bad. You you already hit them on three up for the most part though. They will hit you on five up instead of four. Do you expect them to be able to survive? It's just fun. Ryan's Ryan's trying to bring it's, back fear as a viable strategy. I want to. I want to bring back fear. It's dude. not working, man. Don't judge me. Night okay? Lords died. We buried that, that in AP two. We, that, we, that, we, that we buried Night Lords like forty minutes ago, man. <laughs> well, here, what are you gonna do? All right, so I, I mean, what um, do you expect uh, from somebody that has a haircut that looks like Pidgeotto? <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so command benefits, play Lord. Um, this is the formation-based attachment. Same, same deal as all the all the rest of them. Um, you can reroll your, your result uh, on the Death Guard result, yeah. Death Guard table, which we already determined not the best. Not the best. Not the best. Probably go better in strategic, right? Okay. What is good, though, is you've got dis- Disgusting Resilience. Okay. Disgusting uh, Resilience. Disgustingly Resilient. Dude, that reminds me of my second girlfriend. I, was, I think that was her nickname for me at the end Dude. of it. Disgustingly <laughs> resilient. You know, Pablo, you don't, you don't often come up with that funny shit, but that was I'm, good, dude. I'm trying to think of what the situation might be for that. Dude, do you do me? The second command benefit is going to be disgustingly resilient. So this is the formation-based attachment. Yes. Mm. All right. Yeah, so you have to have your Chaos Warband or your Plague Colony added to... Uh, the one plus auxiliary, and these people will get this. Um, so, disgustingly resilient is going to be a reroll feel of pains of one. That's good. Which I is like really it. good. It's really good. Especially when the next thing is. The next thing is the cloud of flies. If an enemy unit is targeting nice. a unit from this attachment uh, that is 18 inches or more away, the target unit has stealth special rule. So, you're getting a redundant roll. I've already talked about this on your prior podcast. Whenever you can get two different roles to try and save your guy, it's good. And that's amazing. That's army wide. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Ig- ignore cover is brutal. But you still get your feel no pain. Ignore cover is brutal, but you will get feel no pain. Um, but I mean, r- realistically, with this army and including some of the the uh, uh, the psychic powers, you can get a plus one toughness, plus one strength, minus one toughness, minus one strength to your opponent. You can have a tough seven. Um, biker, biker having a three up feel uh, f- three up feel uh, no pain. No, no, not feel no pain. Uh, three, three up cover save, save no, with yeah. a feel no pain rerolling really once. once. Right. I mean, that's so it, that's that's a scary unit. That is a scary it unit. Is, Granted, is, especially when you're running an MSU, right? You're, you're talking about bikers yeah. in specific. Nurgle bikers became viable again with this detachment because yes. of the the, the built in durability that you're getting from yep. the command benefits. Yep. I like it. Yep. But not just that. You're talking about being able to do it min max. Right, 
What 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 if fucking like white scars or whoever else do with their bikes min max it out right? Yep. You're getting grav all that good shit. Well, instead of taking more of an offensive output, what you're doing instead is taking a very defensive kind of like I'm on this objective and won't run because I'm fearless kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult versus like say for example tau. If you're tough seven, those smart missiles are wounding you on sixes. Yeah. Wow. That's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing for. Go even, ahead. Even, go ahead and ignore my cover. I'll I'll I'll. That's fine. Mess it up on I'll the on three up. I'm gonna take my three up armor save and then I'm yep. gonna take a fucking feel no pain that I reroll ones on. Yep. All Why of a sudden, not? now I'm chilling. Demon, demon wanna... players know that reroll of one is unbelievable. It absolutely is. It's, it is it, so it is, good. And not just that, it is that roll that puts your opponent on tilt. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're just like, God hate damn it. it. Why does a one it. always roll back into a five? So, so, so what so, the fuck? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, so a lot of perfect, a lot of those a lot of the commander points. a lot of the other stuff is not the best, <laughs> but the fact that they're so tough, yeah, and the fact that they have an, a built-in rerolling one feel no pain is so big. It's so big. It really is because it comes from a five up. It's a one in three chance, right? Yes. Yep. So if you're if you're if you're rolling streaky on on a unit of only three bikes and you roll high, right, on that particular roll, everybody's used to rolling low. But it does happen so every so often where you roll just high dice. Yep. Right? Yep. And there's an outlier. You roll that one. It's a six again or a five. And all of a sudden your opponent's just like, I have to commit an entire other squad to shooting at your fucking bikes again. Yes. Right? Now, they're on tilt because that, that's annoying. It's annoying to let your opponent take no damage or very light damage. And yep. they're still on that objective that was supposed to be very easily either contested or secured. Yeah, it's the reason why Necrons are, are really annoying and, and not rolls. fun to play with. Although I think I think you would probably have more fun playing Death Guard than playing Necrons. Uh, they're dynamic. They right. they move quickly. Yes. They can do damage output. They do things. And they're right. not as resilient as Necrons. No, they're still resilient. Not. They're, but they're but, at, no, no. But the thing is, is, remember, you're making your opponent have to roll fives and sixes to wound. So that, that amount of dice that you have at the end when you try and roll wounds becomes a much smaller pool. It's, it's all about really it's all about decreasing the amount of dice you got to roll, man. We'll, it, it, we'll bring it, it, it back to that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking some stupid shit right now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so moving on to the discipline of Nurgle, I don't actually see a bad power here. Uh, they're they're good. No, no. So I'm just going to go through all the powers, uh, just so you guys know that this is probably the better of all three disciplines that that are I new. Agree. Yep. Uh, I so agree. So one good. is weapon virus. Uh, malediction within 24 inches. Target units, ranged weapons have the Get Hot special rule. Dude, that so is good. so good. I mean, you're playing as Tau. No, nope, against... nobody ever does it right now, but that's in the book right now. Obviously. No, it's it's in the book now, but you don't roll into that because the other two spells are dog shit. Yep. Yes, that was yep. the only decent one. Right. So 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 that's your one result. It's it's already really good. You can throw it on the vehicle, on like Razorbacks. It doesn't matter. Um, whatever's shooting a lot. Yeah. Whatever gets multiple like shots a out. Storm surge. Ripti- I mean, Dude, no, no, fuck that. How about when you go against like like Warcon and those guys have those fucking Uzis, five shots each? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, shoot at me, dumb fuck. Are you gonna really chance <laughs> taking down my wounds? Fuck you. All right, cool, do it. I don't yeah, care. It's really, like, it's really good. Uh, two fleshy abundance, which is I think what my James dick is called refers to. Yeah. Yes, we were talking about that a lot. <laughs> Prior to this, <laughs> it's a funny, it's a funny name. Fleshy so, abundance. It's so good. It's so good. It is. It's really so. It's um, you target a friendly model within 14 inches of a, of the psyker, and you immediately regain D3 wounds lost earlier in the battle. So you just get get D3 wounds back to your demon prince. It's a friendly yeah. model. So hey, Magnus, take a free. And D3 what's the wounds. what's the range on that? 14 inches. 14 so it's a little inches. short. Yeah. Um, but Mag- Magnus, Fate Weaver, all the all those yep. guys, they're 
The it's good. D three. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, 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 stop. Um, Magnus and Bitweaver do not get this discipline. No, no, no. But you can cast it on them. Yeah. Oh, on, it's oh, a friendly, oh, friendly unit. unit. Oh, it's a friendly wow. unit. Wow, right. wow, wow, right. wow. So, it's like, okay. so good. If, if Fate Weaver is close to blowing himself up, sorry, Ryan, I know that happened to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could just yeah. give a couple him, days ago, yeah. You could just give him D3 wounds back. Uh huh. Right? That's good. That's good. Yeah. No, they, they have something in, in Trader's Hate already that does that, that was similar to the spell that Space Moons already have. Yeah, but the name probably wasn't that good. Okay. Blades of Putrefaction, the third one. It's pretty good. Uh, you get. All models in the target unit within 14 inches have the poison 4-up rule in close combat. If they already have the poison 4-up, it goes up to 2-up. Not bad. Um, it gives something um, something that wouldn't normally, like cultists, that wouldn't normally be able to hurt things like Space Marines very well, makes them hurt them a little better. Yeah. And if your Warlord has that Warlord trait, that's... Cultists that are three so plus. good in general, though. I right. Mean, like, for the points, they're so, like, valuable. Roll, rolling dice, again, going back to, like, just core mechanics. If you roll, If you're rolling dice to attack, you're doing well, right? Yeah, making your opponent take saves even better. This makes them more lethal. Yes. Why not? Well, and Except you can small. you can give it to anybody, right? It's not just yes, anybody. It's anybody. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, but so I mean, you've got you've got this group of of dudes that's attacking something. Let's yeah. say it's the let's say it's the Cyclopean Cabal. And okay? it's and it's and it's squad, and it's yeah. a little surrounding squad. Okay, now we're talking about a strength five on the charge for one unit on the charge for one unit. Let's yeah. just let's just I mean maximize it, right? Okay. Strength five on the charge with four up poison. We're talking about in general a three up poison with a reroll to wound. That is pretty good. Insane damage output. Let alone really the low, let alone the fact that you've got your initial rerolling to hit because you're going to take the hatred. Right. Okay. So you're, you're rerolling to hit, rerolling to wound with strength five poison plus character support. It is wow. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So really and, and the powers only get better, I think, from here. Well, uh, yeah, for they, they Gift of Contagion, the um, forty-eight inch malediction. Yes. You don't see too many of those, so it's a it's a malediction on a las cannon. Right. Uh, you it's you affect a unit and you roll a die, a d three. On a one, the unit gets minus one attack and has the shrouded special roll. You generally don't want to get rolled. No, out. you don't want to roll the one. The one's bad. Right. But, but minus but, one attack isn't terrible. I mean, whatever. Right, if you're forty inches, forty eight inches away, like all right, cool. I mean, oh no, I can't. You see, I can't that's, wound con- you oh, listen, listen, that's really important. What Brian just said. I know we're we're both in a drunken stupor, but I, I mean, I caught this. No, no, no seriously, <laughs> this is very important. Okay. You're, you're, I mean, Pablo, yeah. stay with me here. You're, you're talking about something that's like kind of abstract, right? You said forty eight inches away. If it's forty eight inches away, and it's not something that's artillery, not something that's like a knight, whatever else, it puts heavy damage out at range. Then really, what do you care? Where, where is the risk? Exactly. Put that on that squad. Who cares? Right? If it runs away, gets damaged, does damage to itself, whatever the case may be from those particular roles, you're doing well. Yeah. It's, right? You're right. It's, you're absolutely right. Or it's, even it, better, you put it on something close to you, and right. who cares if it has shrouded? Right. Because so, you're a close combat like exactly. centric army anyways. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Chaos Space Marines, no matter how you slice it, we like being in combat. Oh, yeah. That is the end-all be-all for us. Yes. Right? All right, so two, if you roll two, it's minus one strength and may not run. Muscular atrophy, is, that is great. So good. So, so the minus one strength is whatever. That's not, it's not the end of the world. Um, it lowers their damage output a little. Um, but giving them the ability to not run is huge. Uh, you the, could the only seriously problem, mess with your opponent there. Yeah. The, the only problem is a lot of the issues that we, that we as Chaos players have is going to be um, guys that can turbo boost. Yes. Okay. It doesn't say you can't turbo boost. It says only you cannot run. Right. Now, granted, it's, also, it's a big. It's a, it is a big deal. Yes. 
but the 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 armies that we're facing that are, we're having really big problems with, Eldar, you know, they're going to turbo boost thirty six inches, right? With you know, the OPSEC rhinos, and rhinos all that flat rhinos, out, exactly. Right, I get it. Um, the other the other big problem with this is it's random. So yep. if you need a unit to not be able to run onto an objective, you need to roll this result. And that's hard to do. You need to roll three or four. So it's you. It's not. It's a case of well, not no, I think being, it can't always run, being able to. The third one is can't run two, right? Uh, no. So the third one is minus one strength and minus one toughness, oh, which is okay. pretty much always what you want. Yeah. Because minus one toughness is almost always better than making them not be able to run because yeah. you could just kill them. Yeah. You, just, you make them bring the Marines down to T3 and just kill them with bolters or whatever. Add that poison to it, you get rerolls. Yes. So yep. so minus one strength and minus one toughness if you roll a six. That's, that's huge. And the last power, um, the or not the last power, sorry, Plague Wind, which is actually really cool. It's a warp charge two. It's good. It's a... At first I saw it and I was like, meh, whatever. But it's actually a large blast, poisoned 4-up AP2 mm, right. blast um, with Assault 1, which is ever, it's 12 which, inches. Which has been yep. in the Chaos Codex since right. the first edition. I mean, well. Not not bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Not bad. You, you, AP2, man. It's, it's AP2. It's good. Uh, you it's you can bad. win games with large blasts. You can't win games with small blasts. I, I mean, agree. Yeah, 100%. I mean. And then the final one, which is the one I think everyone is going to get, Curse of the Leper. Um, oh, it's the best shit. one. It's the best it's one, hands down. 21 inch range, warp charge 2. It's a blessing or a malediction. Right, depending on depending who, you, who you target. If you target so your God, uh, so if you target your friendly unit, it's plus one strength and plus one toughness. Already amazing. Wow. If you target an enemy unit, it's minus one strength and minus one toughness. That's huge. That's that's uh, even more big, specifically when you start adding in things like uh Grotti from the uh from the Curse of the Wolfen. Yeah. Book. To give them minus one strength or minus one toughness. And uh, warp spider players, if that's uh, if that's done in the right order, you're dead. You can, you can literally remove models. Yeah, because because you do what you do is you fly grotty first. Them, you enfeeble them to give them minus one strength, minus one toughness, because they're different maledictions, so they do stack. Right. Uh, you fly grotty at them, so to give one. them minus one toughness. So you're at toughness one now, and then you cast this power on them. You're T zero. You're dead. Uh, specifically, what I like about this is you can do the same thing to a Wraith Knight and then double them out with Strength 10. Gu- Isn't it combat. beautiful? Yes. <laughs> so nice. Um, oh, God, I love you're, you're doubling out. Toughness. You're doubling out uh, T3 Marines like Khan easily with mm-hmm. Auto Cannon, Relentless, Havocs. Negative 3 is to, to Khan, by the way. It's the same way it is to a Wraith Knight is... Tough too. So bolters kill con. Most most cons actually don't take bikes anymore. So it's, it's no, fair, no, fair enough. You're right. right. You're absolutely right. But, but I'm saying like, it means literally anything that gets shot, wounded, blah blah blah, is instant death. Yeah, yeah. If they don't have eternal warrior, it's huge. So um, it's manipula- it's manipulating so that will make you a champion if you know how to get all those powers into your repertoire and you know where to get your your um, your fire line started. It's really good. Let alone you have the option to to buff yourself. It's it's such a Hammer great hand. power. Yeah, dude. It, you're it's the yourself, one. Your your negative right. whatever you want. I, it's whatever like anything. Like when you when you're rolling for like getting endurance or getting iron arm, you you inevitably pull in feebles here and there, right? And so when you have that plus a grotty, it's already negative too. When you get this last one, this last power that you're trying to roll for, right? Yeah, it's one of the things your sorcerers will try and get. That's what yes. you're going for. You all of a sudden have a very potent way of dealing. With high tough targets or characters, it's true. Um, and Nurgle, it's exclusive to Nurgle, which is cool. It's fluffy, uh, except Absolutely. for Enfeeble, obviously. But um, but but Grotty and all that, yeah. it's good. It's fine. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see any problem running like Death Guard on with Roddy either. You know, like for demons, that seems so fluffy to me. You know, yes. but if, we're not. We don't care about fluff, anyways. Pablo. That's true. Um, moving on to the final Legion, we're gonna go cover the Emperor's Children. Uh, I'm just gonna go over this real quick. We're running a little low on time. It's been a while. For anyone who's still here, thank you very much for sticking around this long. Reese's favorite army. Reese is, it is. Reese really likes the Emperor's Children, and I will tell you why. So their first rule is units of the Veterans of the Long War get the Fearless and Feel No Pain 6 sub-special rules. Not bad. Not army bad. White Fearless, just like the World Eaters. It's already really good. They but have a unique formation, too. They do. We'll, we'll go into that. Uh, if you take an Icon of Excess in the unit, instead they get Feel No Pain 4. Four. Plus. Wow. Uh, wow. How many, how many points is an Icon of Excess? 25 points. 25 points. That's, I would spend 25 points for a unit to Imagine a blob unit of that. Why not? Why not? Why not? A um, blob unit is actually, like, it's it's super unpoints friendly, but if you have 20 models that are at 3 up, 4 up, fuck, that's pretty fucking potent, man. It's really good. It's so yeah. good. So, so, so good. And, and they have split fire, right? With one of those other yes. formation benefits? With with one of their command... No, it's part of the, it's part of the formation... That plugs into their composite yeah, yeah, and gives yeah, them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. it's, it's all noise marines. They have split fire with noise marines. You can have the uh, what was sonic blasters the, and blast masters. Yes, the blast master is going to shoot strength eight AP three. No, it goes plus one. It's strength nine AP three. Oh god. Okay, so strength ignores nine cover, AP three. Small blast. Ignores cover. I mean, I mean, we already talked about this. But you, you can, do not win games. You split fire. No, but you do not win games with small blasts. True. That's true. That is not the way you win games. Ignores cover adds an echelon of effectiveness above what a small blast would be, but I still consider it to be not quite as powerful as having like large blasts, right? Yeah, but the idea is you've got a blob of dudes that have ignore cover shooting, fearless, fearless, four feel no pain, and one of one of those dudes or two of those dudes, depending on how many guys you have in that squad, right? right have a strength nine AP three. Ignores oh, cover. It gets even better what? than that. Right, because there's, there's psychic powers there, to boost that. There, there's, all, there's also a lot more than that. So we're going to go on to uh, the the rest of the Field by Sensation, which is their their Traitor Legion special role. Uh-huh. Um, if a unit is slain, if a model is slain, before they get to attack, they get one single attack at the end of the initiative step before being removed as casualty. So not bad. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Uh, their, war, their roller treats are solid. Make them roll. Not, make not, them roll. Not better than uh, the World Eaters ones. I think they're actually all, they're all above average. Um, one of the relics I want to highlight is the Intoxicating Elixir, which gives you, after deployment, you get D3 rolls to their combat drugs on their combat drugs table. And we're going to talk about that when we get into their formation-based attachment. Wow. Um, and then all effects are cumulative, and you also include it with the command ben- benefit from their Rapture Battalion. Uh, so that's huge. With going into that, we're going to go into the Rapture Battalion and the combat drugs. Uh-huh. So the combat drugs roll is, at the after deployment, you roll a die and consult the table. Um, and with this, you get D three. No, this is for just the 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 dude you get by it. For. Okay, okay. It's just a relic for just the dude. But so you roll a D six, and all non vehicle units from this detachment for the duration of the game get the result. They can either get plus one weapon skill, plus one ballistic skill, plus one initiative, plus one strength, plus one toughness, or plus one attacks. Uh, so your your dude who buys an intoxicating elixir gets us potentially four rolls on this table. Wow. So he could go up to like T nine if he's on a bike. Right, or he could get like four extra attacks, or or two strength and two attacks, or three toughness and one weapon skill. Oh, so they could they could actually stack. 
Yeah, yeah, they'll oh. all stack for the just for the guy who buys the combat drugs. Wow, yeah. And for the unit for the formation based attachment itself, they all would get plus one weapon skill or okay. plus one ballistic skill or plus one initiative, plus one strength. Honestly, all of those results are they're good. all good. Yeah, if you give all your marines plus one attack, it's all right, I'll take it every time. Yeah, ten times. Same thing with toughness. Obviously, um, strength. You're increasing your damage output in close combat. That's same good. With ballistic skill. Ballistic skill, yeah. you're increasing your accuracy. Weapon skill, same thing. Initiative, you could argue maybe that's the worst one. Um, five initiative isn't always the best, but you never know. It's, that still, can help. it's still really it's, good. If you all. if you think of other other units that have five initiative, every time they remove a model, you're gonna miss every attack. You you're getting, you're attack. getting Eldar to, to not be a thing. Exactly. In combat. Right. Okay, cool. You, oh, they're going to attack me? Cool. Well, you know what? I get my attack anyways. You're going to miss every time you don't roll the dice. Right. I mean, your, your durability goes through the roof because things won't be able to interact, right? Yep. Yes. Uh, and then with their powers, just, just the cliff notes, uh, one power gives you the ability to uh, give an enemy unit minus one weapon skill and minus one ballistic skill. And your noise, your sonic weapons that hit them get, get plus one strength when they hit them. Pretty good. And then uh, you also have Very a, good, very good. A blessing that gives a unit within 12 inches four plus feel no pain, which is also good. Really, really good. Yes. I mean, um, dude, and I roll I roll really hard to try to get endurance to get a four plus feel no pain. Yeah. You uh, know? I think you're going to be shooting for endurance. I think biomancy is better. Um, so the slash powers aren't the best, uh, but they're not bad. Death, I mean, overall, warlord traits belong to world leaders. Yes. <clears throat> uh, psychic powers belong to Death Guard. Yes. Command benefits belong to the... Uh, the Empress Children. Empress Children or... Right? And Alpha Legion have the best Legion. Alpha Legion has pretty good That's too. different. That, 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 that belongs to their army no matter what. Not even in their own thing, right? No. The, the, the redundant role that is questionable uh-huh. is one of the command, the command benefits that we need to still look into. Right. I was talking about their Legion rules though. So the Alpha Legion have the best Legion rules. The World Leaders have the best Warlord traits. The uh, Death Guard have the best Psychic, psychic powers, powers. right. And the, you said the Empress Children have the best command benefits? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think the world leaders have better command. I think that two d six. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't want to be unfair. I think the world leaders get the biggest boost if you're trying to run assault. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, being which real, let's be fair, chaos. It, should, it should be that right? way. Yeah. Yes. Right. I mean, uh, I think a good and good because it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been absolutely. A long time. Dude, chaos should be badass in combat. They should yeah. be like you in my challenge. You're getting fucked. Right. Like that. That should be something in the fluff. It happens. Like I'm, I'm a eternal warrior. Literally, I am the guy who's been in the eye of terror for like thousands of years because time's fucked up. Ten. Ten thousand. Yeah, sure. At least that many. <laughs> now I'm fighting you. You're gonna die, right? Yes. Cool. And I think they fluffed that out perfectly. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I, I agree 100. Right? This this book is so phenomenal. But, but I mean, Black Legion's a great buff to world leaders because of the reserve manipulation and bring other support units down turn one. That's true. Really and Zinch, Zinch is a great buff to everyone. That thousands, because Chaos Space Marines sorry, thrive, thousand suns, yeah, thrive within eighteen inches. Yeah. Right, eighteen inches to another army, thousand suns, or any other Chaos Space Marine for that matter, thrive. That's where we want to. That's be. where you want to yeah. be. Yep. So, uh, our, I think our final thoughts are: James is is very very pro world eaters. Look, I'll, this is my final thought. If you want to play an army that is in your face. And has the ability to make your opponent sit through a very attrition-centric game, then rural leaders are your army because you're used to it. You're used to going through an assault phase. If your opponent is not, i.e., a Eldar player, a Tau player, even a battle company player who's not used to having his entire army 
in combat, turn one, then you're going to do well with this army as long as you build it properly and understand that you don't need to overbuff it. Absolutely. Ryan, final thoughts? <clears throat> I mean, he's talking about attrition. I feel like attrition really benefits the Nurgle side. Death Guard. Right? I agree. But but say why? Well, I mean, they're, they're tough. Right. Feel no pain. I mean, yep. just flat out they're tough. It's, it's hard, hard to kill, to kill. them. It's yeah. hard to kill them. Now, granted, Graf is going to ruin them. Especially with the Hunter's Eye. Yep. Yeah. Ignore cover. I mean, Gra- perfect timing. We, we all we all know about Grav and how good it is, and how literally it's just, it is broken. It's it, so it, good. It it's is broken. one of the dynamics in the game that does not need to be there. <clears throat> um, so that is going to be its its bane. That absolutely is going to be its bane. But everything else is gonna it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that other Xenos armies are going to tr- are going to struggle. I agree, I agree 100%. Um, well, my final thoughts on this are uh, it'll affect the game just like Gene Circle. It'll affect the game at all oh, levels. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the highest level of play, we might see, we'll definitely see some Trader Legion stuff at the top 8 at Delvio. Something. Even even if it's just like mm, one know. rule. Even if know. it's just one rule. You know, you'll, you'll see maybe like a command benefit or you'll see like a like, plus 3 right, move but, thing. But, but it doesn't matter. It. You're going to see something from the Trader Legion's supplement in the top 8 at Delvio. I, I'm guaranteed. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I something top eight. I think so. Death Star, uh, maybe 15 inch move. Yep. It doesn't matter. You're gonna see something. I, I think it'll be a like a major repeat. A repeat. A major repeat of players. I think the players in the top eight. I'll put this out right now. I think it'll be 75 percent of the same players last year. So you think like Sean Naden, uh pajama, pajama pants. Aaron. If he goes, Aaron Along. Don't worry, Alan, pajama pants, and you heard it here first. Will be participating Fair in LBO and he will be top eight okay so you so so uh what about i guess without going too much into calling guys out by name yeah. um so th- those three you think will definitely make it what about 100 if, if alex harrison doesn't come this year that's one thing if he comes this year i guarantee he'll be top eight okay fair enough he's really really it doesn't matter player. what army he brings he's a sean naden just the sean naden of europe he if you ask any of his friends sean does not lose games right sean naden true right Okay, if you ask anybody about Alex and you ask his friends, they never lose games. I agree. Right? So a lot of that is the game taking place above the shoulders. Yes. So he's going to win that, right? Because he's smarter and he knows how to get things across and he knows what he needs to do and he'll manipulate the mechanics of the game to accommodate his win. That's the way shit works when you're at the highest level. So that's why I'm saying I guarantee you at least the top four from last year will be available and in the top four again this year. I, I think you're right. Um, I, I, I really want to say like one of one of the top three in the ITC are going to make the top eight. I don't think all of them will. Like I think it's it's going to be either Matt Root, Brandon Grant. Matt, will, uh, Matt, I love you. I, I think it's awesome how well you play that army. It's a finesse army, and you know you, you've said all year that Death Stars are bad for the game, and you know we've had conversations on Facebook about why things should not prevail in Death Stars' way, and I, I get that 100. percent But let me say this. Because Death Stars are still a thing, I don't think you'll make it. Yeah, pass. yeah, brother. I think I think I'm gonna have to agree with James. I think you're a great player, but the meta doesn't favor your list right Not now. Not at all. You're... Not once you get to the highest point. No, these 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 crazy chaos Death Stars are are no joke. You, you, you I, need I a mean, real answer. And I don't think sis, I don't think sisters. Well, it's is the not just now. the chaos Death Stars either. I mean, you've got all of the, 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 the space wolves, super super thunder stars. Those are also good. Just the, so dirty. Iron Hands Death Stars. Like, dude, one Iron Hands Death Star could potentially destroy a whole admech army but see the thing is remember like when you have people that know how to play admech they will all tell you the same thing if you get the right charge order in on a death star you can fucking destroy it yep, that's true. what admech does it's true but 
Can you dictate the pace of the game? No, you can't because he will put stuff in front of you that you have to deal with first, and then you get a charged. good player with a Death Star will dictate. The, will absolutely dictate the game. Yes, yeah, so the time. pace of the game goes to this Star. Yes. So if you have an army that needs to sit there on top of its own laurels, like like Admac or like um like like uh, Skitari or or um, uh, GSC, the Death Star will win. It would in the hands of a better player, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I, I'm going to go and say that I agree with him because. I hate the idea of Death Stars. I do too. But I, I, also, I, like I also hate the idea of knights. I don't like knights. I don't like super heavies. I don't like any of that <laughs> stuff. I want old school. Yeah. No, I troops. Feel, dude, troops, I feel right. Boom. That's I what I right. like. That's what I like. I like it too. Am I going like to use knights? Yes. I paint them. I fucking build them. I'm going to use them. Right. But I would prefer to use infantry. I would prefer to use guys that are not super powerful that are going to kill yeah. Death Stars, but you have to have those in there in order to kill Death Stars. Right. It comes yes. full circle, man. It's a rock, yep. paper, scissors. Yep. And as of right now, I think you got you have two builds. Either you're going MSU or you're going Death Star. That's it. The skill army will lose at the top every time. I, th- I, think, I think you're partially right with that statement, but I agree with you guys holistically. Um, other than that, the casual level... Chaos Space Marine players, let me be the first to congratulate you with your new book and to wish you all the fun in the world. Yep. Um, because Absolutely. in general, guys. you guys are going to have an absolute blast. School with this us, please. I'm excited. I yeah. If you guys are seeing excited. stuff, man. Yeah. Right, yeah. Ryan. If people are seeing stuff that we don't see. Let us know. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Please. Please. All right, guys. Well, so that's the show. Uh, like I said before, I usually do a list lab segment where I look at one of the user-submitted lists at, at the end of the podcast and we kind of review them. But I knew this episode would go a little longer, so I didn't have a list lab submission this time. Uh, next week, I think I will try and do two just to make up for it, and it'll also be a lot shorter um, just to kind of compensate for how long this podcast was. If you guys want to submit a list to the list lab, go ahead and hit me up at frontlinegamingpdpob at gmail.com. And that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.